0: Adjust oh, the chair. Here we go. <laughs> Hang on. Oh, it's Monday. <laughs> Can't you tell? Uh, oh yeah. We. Uh, this is going to be, I think, a very interesting show because so many things are happening that are not in the news. <laughs> it's uh, we kind of pride ourselves here on talking about what's what's not in the news because what's not in the news is often a lot more interesting than what is in the news. And what's not in the news is nine eleven. Well, it is today because they're talking about the memorials. Uh, and the folks that tragically died and a bunch of other things. But uh, what's not in the news was all the documentaries over the weekend. <laughs> they, they weren't in the news, and, and I'm wondering why. Um, there was nothing on Benghazi. Uh, there's still nothing on Benghazi. You know, the terrorist attack that was uh, uh, organized and mounted against um, our embassy uh, in uh, Benghazi, where Chris Stevens was the ambassador, where they were running guns to Syria to uh, ISIS on behalf of Hillary, so that they could try and uh, overthrow the Assad government. I mean, that's not talked about. Um, like, I might play this. I'll, I might do this when Jonathan comes on. Uh, I have a stand down order uh, recording from two of the people that were that know about it, and so maybe I'll play it for Jonathan. It might be kind of interesting. Let me see if I can. Let me check that out right now. So again, this is this is a fascinating day. We're going to spend a lot of it on the Patriot Act. In fact, I think I'll be spending several days on the Patriot Act. I have discovered that every time I post an article or I look up an article, it had like three or four more parts to it. So this is going to be huge. We, ultimately, I want to write a bill to repeal the Patriot Act, but I have to find out how big it is. I mean, is that huge that, um, that it's, going to be, it's going to take a while to sort of pull it all out of the many chapters of, of the U.S. Code? Let me see if I've got my Benghazi. Let me see how long that is. Benghazi, yeah, 16 minutes. Okay, so I'll talk to Jonathan. Well, maybe we'll do it today. Maybe we'll do it another day. Uh, maybe I'll do it. I don't know. We'll see. I, mean, I don't like to waste, waste this time. He's only on once a week, so yeah. oh, there we go. Just making sure my everything's all plugged in here. So this is a fascinating uh, thing: the, the Patriot Act. Uh, the Patriot Act was passed about a week um, after 9/11. Now, this is a sweeping, huge, uh, total surveillance state, KGB-style um, edition of, of multiple chapters into the U.S. code, and the question is. How could they possibly have written that after 9-11? And the simple answer is they didn't. It was written years before 9-11. They just waited until 9-11 as the excuse uh, to ran it through Congress without debate, without hearings, without public information, without anything. And it comes under the, uh, the famous Nancy Pelosi. You know, you have to pass the bill to find out what's in it. Oh, really? <laughs> do, you have to find out, do you have to buy the car to see if it works? I mean, that's, the kind of, that's a similar kind of thing. So this is what they're asking you to believe. They're asking you to believe that the government has your best interests at heart, which we know they don't. Um, and it's interesting. One of the uh, the aspects of the Patriot Act is the FISA court, the Foreign uh, Intelligence Surveillance Act, F I S E S A, excuse me, F I S A, Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act, Surveillance Act court. And when was that in the news? Oh, I don't know, the Russia hoax. <laughs> you know, everything that happened in the Russia hoax was was brought to a FISA judge who was lied to, and they're like, okay, go ahead, lie to me, I don't care. Uh, I'll, I'll let you do what you want anyway, and they end up creating an entire uh, false uh, story on Trump, and they've been uh, pushing that ever since, and that brought about the false impeachments and everything else. So the surveillance state does amazing things. I've got, like I said, I've got tons of articles on this. I can't possibly get through them on the show, so go to our uh, my my page, um, also to our uh, special investigations page, page and our legal page, uh, the Action Radio Special Investigations Project, the Action Radio Legal Project. They're both on Facebook, and unless they're they've been. Uh, um, Deactivated while it went on the air, which is entirely possible because I've had some other ones uh, destroyed. I forgotten the exact word of what they call it, uh, but anyway, they get rid of them. <laughs> so it's really interesting. Uh, my my uh, profile is so low on the Facebook news feed now that uh, if I get ten people reacting to something, that probably means there are a thousand you know who, who would normally have said something but but didn't because they never saw it. So we had a little fun over the weekend. About one o'clock in the morning, Sunday morning. Um, it suddenly occurred to me that uh, I should do my own Trump uh, mugshot picture. And so I've got this real scowl. <laughs> it's kind of funny, actually. And and so I post that. Uh, and next morning I got, I've got some, some decent reaction. I thought, you know what? Wouldn't this be fun if everybody at Action Radio uh, post a, a scowling Trump-style mugshot type picture? And so that's exactly what we're working on right now. So that's going to be out there soon uh, at some point as well. So that's the fun news. But the, sad, the crazy news, the sad news is, is just this, what's going on. Um, I also did a huge press release over the weekend. And so our bill that uh, equalizes the power of the individual against the government during investigations, our our defense equity uh, compliance uh, cost reimbursement bill. Defense equity payment is what the the government would be required to pay you uh, to equal the cost of the amount of money they have spent investigating you so you have a chance to defend yourself against them. So you should never be a victim of a government investigation until you're proven guilty. See, that's the whole point of the bill. Uh, same thing with the compliance costs. If you have to pay for lawyers, if you have to pay for, you know, you know, photocopying, I mean, whatever it is that they, they want you to comply with, they're going to pay for it because you're still innocent until proven guilty. OK, then now once they prove you guilty, you know, the fines, the jail terms, whatever recouping costs, I don't care. You're guilty. <laughs> OK, as long as it's uh, but you still have appeals and things like that. Uh, whether those are, are going to be paid for, that, that I, I didn't go that far. That's, that's, I think, beyond the scope of this particular bill. I'm just trying to get rid of the, uh, um, the bills, that uh, the, the investigations that don't result in anything. Anyway, uh, Jerome Bell, a uh, friend of the show, has his own talk show and also who ran for Congress. I think he ran once. Or, I know he ran once. I think he's running again uh, in 2024 for Congress. He's already endorsed our bill. So he's the first. And so, of course, he's, I immediately added him to the bill this morning when I heard. So that's what's going on there. All right, so those are announcements. A uh, couple of things, the, the Facebook, Twitter stuff that I do. Um, and I have here, uh, have you all been watching all the 9-11 documentaries airing this weekend? Yeah, <laughs> right. They aren't airing. And why is that? So we're trying to figure out why this particular year, at this particular time in our history, when we're under a, a false government, an illegal government, uh, with with Brandon as the the ignorant stupid idiot, idiocracy figurehead uh, the total moron who's there uh, He's in Vietnam right now, which is kind of interesting it seems to me I remember uh, Hanoi Jane Fonda during the Vietnam War went to uh, Hanoi and was was roundly criticized roundly well, so I mean we we're at war right and and so criticized and, and condemned uh, not criticized. That's not strong enough condemned as a traitor and Vietnam is a communist country <laughs> Okay, but what's interesting is that Vietnam listens to us. We have, we have listeners in Vietnam. We've had listeners in Vietnam for, I think, two or three years now. I find that fascinating. I would love to talk to folks in Vietnam. So we have a Skype line. Anybody wants to uh, dial in, uh, what you do is just follow the instructions on the broadcast page. You have to get your account ahead of time, so I have to approve it. And I don't speak Vietnamese, so it would be really helpful if you speak English. Uh, that would be a tremendous asset. Uh, excuse my ignorance; I can't learn all the languages of the world. I have enough trouble with with one. <laughs> English in itself is is kind of is kind of strange. Um, but uh, we have listeners there. We have listeners in Cuba. We have listeners in China. We have listeners in some of the most oppressive places on earth. I find that interesting. So there are people there who want freedom. Now, are they listening? And is the government listening to them? Listening to us? I don't know. I got one call from Beijing and never heard back again. Um, so that was that was fascinating. Uh, it was by. Uh, uh, a person who had studied in the United States, and uh, I don't know if they were forced to engage in espionage and steal things for the Chinese Communist Party. I don't know. All I know is I never heard from them again. That, to me, is suspicious. Uh, we, we heard from one guy in Singapore who was so arrogant. I know why we didn't hear from him again. Um, we also have, I'm hoping to get Barry Shaw back from Israel. He used to call um, a while back, so I want to get him back on the show, too. So we have international calls. We've had calls from Canada. We've had calls from New Zealand. We've had calls from Australia. And so the skyline works just fine. We also have live chat. If you want to call in a live chat, that would be uh, interesting also. But let me put the question to you. Why are there no, uh, there are no massive documentaries at this time? Uh, a couple of years ago, there were lots, lots of documentaries about 9-11. I think the 20th anniversary, which would have been uh, 2021, because 2000, it, uh, it was September 2001. I know because I was in radio. Uh, I had a temporary show for for a while uh, in the spring of 2001, and, and it was like uh, circumstances didn't allow me to continue the show. But it would have been fascinating to have been on the air since 2001, um, talking about this. Anyway, got a, a new person uh, on live chat, and so my person on live chat, if you want to call the show, feel free. Uh, we've got I got the first hour open, and then I've got uh, Jonathan Mosley in the second hour, and Dorothy Diana in the hour after that. So Jonathan does the legal report, and Dorothy does the sex and sensuality report. So with legal and, and sex reporting, I call it Politics and Sex Monday. <laughs> so it's kind of the fun we have around here. Uh, but where, where are all the documentaries? Now, the only thing I can think of is that Vince Brandon is a figurehead, uh, and Obama and the White House uh, staff and the various, uh, you know, communist Marxist fascists that Trump talked about in his last rally uh, in South Dakota are pretty much running things behind the scenes. So we know the entire country is, with a stolen government is being run behind the scenes. And so the question is, why would they not want information on, uh, 9-11 and certainly not on uh, Benghazi and I know I don't want it on Benghazi because they had stand down orders in fact I've got the recordings documenting that like I said I mean you know what I might do is play that um, in the, the last 15 minutes of this hour. That might be interesting to do that, and that's something you're not going to hear anywhere else, of course. So I might do that, and I'll see if I have to text Jonathan. I'll, I'll take a little break before that, and tell Jonathan. In fact, I might I mean, yeah, hopefully, hopefully he's listening. <laughs> but I'll, I'll, I'll get that going. Uh, so that you, I think you'll find quite fascinating. Um, the um, the other thing is, I'm just wondering: is is the control of information so bad now that I mean, in other words, in, in a bad way? Are they controlling information so carefully that you can't have bad thoughts about 911 anymore? You can't question uh, the things like why building number seven collapsed, even though no airplane hit it, uh, why there's absolutely no airplane wreckage at the, uh, the Pentagon where the airplane supposedly hit. Normally, there's a tail on the ground. The tail is the one part that, that always survives the crash. OK, it just does. Where is it? Well, I just saw a picture this morning on the news. There's no tail. In fact, there's no airplane wreckage of any kind. So unless it completely went into the building and disappeared inside the building, um, then something else hit it besides uh, an airplane. Uh, there's just all kinds of, of horrible things. But what really is interesting to me is that there is no talk of who the terrorists were. Now, we know they were Saudi Arabian nationals, but who really sponsored um, these folks? Well, I know from Claire Lopez, who was CIA, who's a friend of the show, that it was um, Iran, that the operation was, was from Iran. And how come, you know, usually with a Terrorist Act, there are demands. Well, what were the demands? This is the first, this is the most violent act against us since Pearl Harbor, and yet there were no demands. Okay, terrorists usually make demands. They want something, or they do it again. What do they want? Well, nobody knows, because no one asks the questions. So that's why I'm asking the question. What were the terrorist demands? What did they want us to do so that they wouldn't do another 9-11? I don't know. <laughs> I find this fascinating. How come this was never traced back to Iran? Well, I think I can tell you that one, because Obama wanted to give Iran nuclear weapons so they could destroy Israel. Yeah, I said it. What are you going to do about it? That's the whole point. I mean, why did Bill Clinton give uh, nuclear weapons to North Korea? So they could be a world power. Why? Because these people hate America. They're globalists. Bringing about the destruction of this country with the willful cooperation uh, and uh, inaction of the Republican Party, who I call the the GOP, the gelding old party, that refuses to do about this. So no one's asking questions. So So the biggest thing I find is that no one's asking questions. And so I'm going to be asking questions. I'm I'm asking questions all morning. Who are the terrorists? Where did they go? How come the FBI uh, did not act on the fact that flight instructors, and I was a flight instructor before this, but how come the FBI didn't act on the fact that flight instructors were reporting Saudi nationals wanting to learn to uh, fly airplanes but not land them? That's unusual. (laughs) It's unusual for a lot of foreign students. Well, it's not unusual for foreign students to be in the country, but they're usually sponsored by an airline. I don't think these people were. So who was sponsoring them? Why didn't they follow the money? And why, if foreign terrorists are the problem, did Congress, a week after 9-11, pass a sweeping bill so the government could spy on Americans? I find that curious, too. So there's a lot of questions here that nobody's answering. In fact, nobody's even asking. That's that's the whole purpose of this show. What's not in the news? What is missing from the news? You know, and its uh, I was watching uh, Frank, what's his name, that does the um, 9-11, the tunnel of the tower thing. Great guy. Wonderful cause. I mean, he's, he's, he's paying for mortgages for people that uh, lose their spouses, first responders, and uh, combat veterans. Wonderful. However, they're doing so much on him, they're, they're not asking these questions. Uh, and we did, last year, we did our show on all the problems with 9-11. This year, we're going to do it on the on the Patriot Act. And again, because there's so much to the Patriot Act, it's going to take several shows. Uh, to go through this, so let's get going let's uh, let me pull up one of my uh, my many articles here uh, we'll save that all right so I'm gonna get rid of that one big that was that was my bill the compliance we'll, we'll take we took that up last week we're gonna take it up again but let me get you some moments uh, let's start oh I don't need that one either my my computer's really happy when I get rid of windows and apparently I wasn't good at that at first and we got kind of a scratchy signal but uh, I'm better at, at that now uh, anyway, so my person who's on live chat you can type in a message I mean type in a question feel free. That's the whole purpose of live chat is anybody anywhere in the world can type in questions. Um, So, in fact, I had one person message me over the weekend curious about, you know, like I say, where we reach. I think I went over that. So that's pretty cool. All right. So what I find fascinating about the Patriot Act is that there is universal condemnation of this from both the left and the right. I mean, the people that love America, there are leftists who love America. Well, not leftists, but there are liberals who love America. Uh, Robert Kennedy is a liberal, loves America. Doesn't want this kind of stuff. The ACLU used to love America. Now they've been uh, you know, seduced by the communist dark side. I don't know what they're doing now. But there was a time when the ACLU actually fought for civil liberties, as their name suggests. There are libertarians that hate the Patriot Act. Conservatives that hate the Patriot Act. Who likes the Patriot Act? Government, the deep state, the globalists. You know, people are universally called the Goobers, which stands for globalist deep staters. But that's too hard to say. And besides, Goober is funny. So all the Goober candidates that are running for office, you know, on the Republican side, um, I'm hoping to, so I'm going to work on this week too. I'm hoping to get Chadwick Moore back, who was the biographer who wrote the book Tucker on Tucker Carlson. I'd really like to get Tucker Carlson on the show, but that's another story. But the whole point of that uh, would be to uh, get uh, Robert Kennedy and Donald Trump together at the same table, having a serious adult conversation, unlike what what happens in the stage debates, uh, about the serious issues that we face. And so you'd have a, a liberal and a conservative who both love America, who just have different ways of fixing the problems, talking as serious people, as adults. That would be fascinating. Of course, the other idea, this is the big one, would be for me to appear on the show with Tucker Carlson uh, and walk him through writing a bill, which we would immediately submit to Congress. So that's, that's, So I'll let you know uh, if I actually get to write a bill with Tucker Carlson Everything changes. The world changes. And so that's going to be fascinating to see, too. All right, let's go to the Libertarian Institute for our first article on the Patriot Act. This is the USA Patriot Act, the story of an impulsive bill that eviscerated America's civil liberties by Sam Jacobs, October 25th of 2019. So this is one of the more recent ones. So this is four years old. Uh, I got an article that was written a week after the Patriot Act. I've got articles written 20 years after the Patriot Act. And the thing is, the Patriot Act has been continually reauthorized uh, the same way it was passed. Without debate, without oversight, without hearing, uh, hearings, without anybody checking what's going on. In fact, the, the Republican Congress, the goobers, uh, will be back tomorrow. The session starts again tomorrow. And one of the things that you will not hear from the Republican Party, uh, the, the, the gelding old party, is any talk of investigating or reauthorizing the Patriot Act. They won't do it. Why? Because they all voted for passing it. All right, so let's get the article here written by, where's my author? Uh, It doesn't say. Sam Jacobs, October 25th, 2019, it does say. Signed into effect on October 26th, 2001, the USA Patriot Act provides, it wasn't a week after, I'm sorry, September 11th, October 26th, about six weeks after. Oh, that's when it was signed into law. We'll see when it was passed. I think it was passed a lot more uh, rapidly than that. By the Bush administration. So much for conservatives guarding guarding our, our, our civil liberties and civil rights. In fact, the Bush administration, one of the most globalist administrations of all time. Have you ever watched him speak? Anytime he was speaking, uh, and actually as 9-11 was happening, as the airplanes were flying into the buildings, he seems remarkably calm. It's almost like he knew uh, it was happening. I mean, normal people would be shocked. They would be, what the hell's going on? They would be running out of the building, getting all the information they can. A normal president would. Trump would have. He would be dashing out of that building. Bush is calmly sitting there going, oh, okay. yeah, we're under attack by airplanes flying into our buildings. Really? How remarkably calm of you. That in itself is suspicious. Everything about this is suspicious. That's why we ask the questions. Signed into effect. Into effect. That's interesting. Not into law. Into effect. On October 25, 26, 2001, the USA Patriot Act provides a textbook example of how the United States federal government expands its power. It says, an emergency happens, legitimate or otherwise, (laughs) yeah, the media, playing its dutiful role as goad for greater government oversight, uh, demands something must be done. Yeah, the old do-something syndrome. Do-something syndrome is what affects all politicians after there's a mass public shooting, especially at a school. So the first thing that happens when somebody murders children in a school is that the government wants to take the rights away from people who didn't do it. It's a fascinating thing. It'd be like taking, as I say, my example is, it'd be like taking away, um, uh, if someone robs a bank, what you do is you take all the money from the depositors to, <laughs> to prevent a bank robbery in the future. It doesn't work that way. Anyway, so the media playing a suitable role. I, know, I read that. Um, government power is massively expanded with little regard for whether or not uh, what is being done is, eff- is eff- efficacious, there's a good word, to say nothing of their overall impacts on our nation's civil liberties. Article says no goals are posted. Because if targets are hit, this would necessitate the ending or scaling back of the program. Instead, the program becomes normalized. There are no questions asked about whether the program, this is the Patriot Act, right, and all the surveillance, whether the program is accomplishing what it set out to do. It is now simply a part of American life, and there is no going back. <laughs> oh, yes, there is. And we'll be writing legislation. Hopefully I'll be able to talk to Donald Trump about this. Uh, but uh, we need to basically repeal the whole thing. In fact, what we really need to do is abolish the FBI, uh, the, uh, the DEA, the ATF, and any other federal law enforcement agency not specifically mentioned in the Constitution as a federal crime. Of course, the only federal crimes are treason, piracy, and counterfeiting. We've been over this before. We have a bill that disarms all these federal agencies, but we might just have to go forward, forward further and simply abolish them because police powers are with the states. The states can have anti-terrorist units. The states can have drug enforcement. The states can do all the investigating they want. That's their job. Federal government can't. Federal government can only invest, investigate treason, and that's only during declared war. We haven't had a declared war since World War II. Piracy, well, that actually does happen. Uh, you know What happened in 9-11 was piracy. Those planes were hijacked. That is piracy. So the federal government absolutely has a role in that. But that doesn't mean spying on Americans. That's why they don't have a role. But but stopping piracy, of course they do. The Navy, the Air Force, the Coast Guard, the Air National Guard, um, police forces across the country for, for truck, bus, and any other hijacking on land, trains, all that kind of stuff. They absolutely have jurisdiction. But as far as what they did with the Patriot Act, no, none of that is legal. Certainly not constitutional, which makes it not legal. Anyway, so this is what they say. No goals posted. All uh, right, here we go. The American, Back to the article. The American public largely accepts the USA. This is what they call it, the USA Patriot Act. It's got nothing to do with patriotism. It's, it's the unpatriot act. It's, it's anything but patriotic or constitutional. It's the unpatriot act. Maybe we should start calling it that. So says the USA Patriot Act was part of civic life as immutable, perhaps even more so than the Bill of Rights. However, this act passed in the dead of night with little to no oversight in a panic. After the biggest attack on American soil since Pearl Harbor is not only novel, it is also fundamentally opposed to virtually every principle on which the United States of America was founded. It might not be going anywhere anytime soon. But patriots, liberty lovers, and defenders of constitutional government should nonetheless familiarize themselves with the onerous provisions of this law, which is nothing short of a full-throttle attack on the American Republic. So does anybody else find it interesting that the first response of government to a terrorist attack that I'm pretty sure they knew about ahead of time. Their first response is to give themselves more power, unconstitutional power over American citizens. Now, one would think, under normal circumstances, that their job would be to stop future foreign attacks. Well, we haven't seemed to have any. So, so in that respect, either they've been lucky or they've done a good job, but we haven't had an attack like 9-11 since 9-11. But there might be more reasons for that. In other words, had they actually solved the ones and stopped the ones that they they heard about, in which case, great, good for them. That's a good thing. Hopefully, the CIA is doing that outside the U.S. borders. But does that give them the right to spy domestically on U.S. citizens? You know, in violation of our constitutional rights? No, it doesn't. But Greg, but Greg, let me pull Russ Limbaugh here. But Greg, but Greg, what about a terrorist attack? You know, what about uh, militia groups? What about uh, all this kind of stuff? Don't we have the right to Im- – well, yeah, of course they can investigate. States and local governments can investigate anybody they want. Now, what the FBI should do, and this is probably, a, the, probably the best thing because they're not in the Constitution. There is no provision for any national police force or any national law enforcement entity, certainly not a national spying entity, uh, is that the, the FBI should probably reduce to a, a like a storage bank of information. Um, so they have remember the movie Black Widow? So they should have storage on uh, – Records on, on actual cases, you know, not just. Uh, in fact, I've been, I added a new provision to our our, um, our Defense Equity uh, Compliance Cost Act uh, to say that the records of an, any investigations, once the investigation is concluded, have to be destroyed. You can't just keep accumulating stuff. I mean, they look at everything. They look at your your library, you know, your your book, your your media. Of course, now they can just tune into your media, and companies are willing willingly giving this information over. The the uh, Liberty Safes, you know, which we are I would now call Liberty Unsafes. Liberty Unsafe, which gave the FBI master passcodes to anybody uh, who the government is uh, making a political prisoner because they happen to be uh, uh, supporting, not protesting, but supporting uh, the events of January 6th such that the Congress should question the electoral count that uh, Trader Mike Pence prevented. And all those folks are having their, their master, the, the FBI is getting a master code so they can go on their gun safes Well, isn't that interesting? <laughs> okay, so this is just another thing that's... Uh, that's going on all right so where is that where is my little um my uh, yeah here we go so it says what's even in the usa patriot act all right what's in the usa patriot act a, a michael moore film fahrenheit four four on uh, fahrenheit nine eleven. well the original film was kurt vonnegut he wrote the book fahrenheit 451 fahrenheit's the temperature 451, that's the temperature the books burn, in case you wanted the symbolism. So Michael Moore wrote, did a film, Fahrenheit 9-11. This is uh, then Representative John Connors cracked uh, wise about how no one actually had read the act. And I post that video, by the way. So that's my Facebook page. You can look it up. You go to this article, too. That that's, that's all over my Facebook pages, too. And you can see John Connors saying, we don't actually read the bills. We don't have time. We just passed the bills. Oh, isn't that fascinating? Yeah. So not only do they not write the bills, they don't even read them. Which is fascinating because at Action Radio, we do both. Not only do we read the bills, we actually write them. Anyway, it's not that tough once you get a little bit of practice. He says, thus this is back to the article, thus before delving into the deeper issues surrounding the Patriot Act, it is worth discussing what the Act actually says. Here's a brief look at 10 titles in the Patriot Act. A title is a huge amount of law. Because once you have a title, then you have sections within that and parts within that and subparts and, and sub-subparts. So a title is a huge amount of law. Title I, Enhancing Domestic Security Against Terrorism. This provision dramatically expands the powers of the president, the military, and the intelligence. What do you mean the military? And the intelligence community whenever the specter of, quote, terrorism is invoked. What's the military doing spying on us? Anyway, this is bizarrely. It contains a provision condemning discrimination against Arabs, Muslims, and South Asians. South Asians. I think that's Indians. <laughs> Who are South Asians? Or are we talking Vietnamese? I don't know, anyway, it says, which seems to have very little to do with protecting Americans from terrorism. Title II, Enhanced Surveillance Procedures. Title II contains the meat of the acts with regard to massive industrial-scale surveillance on the American public. Beyond the simplifying on Americans and their communications, Title II increases the ability of the federal intelligence agencies. And why do we have so many, by the way? 17? I remember 51 of uh, those intelligence officers said that the, uh, the Russia hoax was real. Why are they still uh, around? Why do they still have security clearances? Why are they still working for the federal government? Trump, you need to arrest those people. Anyway, um, anyway so, so cause for part of uh, a domestic, um, what would you call it? A f- some kind of false operation. I don't, I'll, I'll think of the term for that. Anyway, so Title II increases the ability of federal intelligence, intelligence agencies to share your private communications with one another. Isn't that special? So, so not only will one agency pick up what you're saying, Probably the National Reconnaissance uh, Office, which is part of the National Security Agency. Yeah, I, I know my alphabet, alphabet agencies. Okay. They get to share that with all the other places, too. It's fascinating. Title three: International Money Laundering Abatement and Financial Anti-Terrorism Act. Hey, you've investigated uh, Hunter Biden lately? <laughs> this is not simply a section of the USA Patriot Act. Title III is an act of Congress in its own right. Oh, there we go. So, there's mul- so the Patriot Act has multiple parts. This gets even worse. You might have noticed how much more difficult it is to open a bank account or send a wire transfer after 9-11. Well, you're an illegal alien because they're sending money out of the country all the time, right? It says you can blame this provision which shredded bank privacy rights in the United States. So our banking privacy rights are gone because of the Patriot Act. Really? So, in other words, American citizens can't transfer or send money because we might be foreign terrorists, even though we're Americans. Love it. This is your government. I'm here to help you, right? Title four, protecting the border. <laughs> I'm sorry. We don't have a border right now. It says, other than expanding the number of federal employees, of course, this provision, the provision of the USA Patriot Act, charged for protecting Americans, America's borders, does little other than point towards paths for future action and study. It is worth noting that the weakest provision of the Act is the only one explicitly authorized by the Constitution protecting the border. See, protecting the border, now think about that, all right? So the Patriot Act investigates American citizens, does everything possible to investigate Americans, but does nothing to investigate what's going on at the border. So all these millions of people, literally millions of people are being brought into the country with no vetting, no knowledge, they don't don't know anything about these people, are being brought in. You know, and, and who knows how many of these people are terrorists? So in other words, terrorists aren't the problem for the government. Americans are. That's really the message here. Terrorists are not the concern of the American government because we have an open border. American citizens are the concern of the American government. So have terrorists been arrested lately or American citizens? Well, American citizens, January 6th, is all about arresting American citizens who wanted to see a fair elector count from the battleground states to make sure the Trump electors and the the fraudulent Brandon electors got resolved. So the seven states that had dual electors, Arizona, Nevada, New Mexico, Michigan, Wisconsin, Georgia, and Pennsylvania, those states, the battleground states, which sent Trump electors and Brandon electors to Congress, who was supposed to resolve it, even though Mike Pence said they couldn't resolve it, that, of course, he's lying. Uh, They had to resolve it. That's what January X was about, resolving the battleground state dual slates of electors. Well, they couldn't have that. They had to make sure that the Brandon electors got put in. That's what January 6th was all about. January 6th was all about having a demonstration of Trump supporters up top, not protesters, supporters. They were supporting Congress's, you know, holding this debate. They were there to ensure that Congress did their job. Congress, of course, did not do their job, and they arrested the people that were there to ensure Congress did do their job, which was to settle the question of the Trump versus the Brandon electors. Well, that went on under the Capitol, so you got Trump supporters, I've said this a million times, you got Trump supporters on top January 6th, walking through the Capitol, taking selfies and walking for the most part within the, uh, uh, the, the, the rope cords, the, the velvet rope cords. You've got Antifa, Black Lives Matter, and various other mercenaries of the FBI Ray Epson crew breaking things, causing all kinds of problems, and in one case getting Ashley Babbitt killed by uh, Michael J. Byrd, um, a police lieutenant of the Capitol Hill Police. Capitol Hill Police also opened the doors to the Capitol and invite everybody in, known as the Capitol Hill Invitational Walk-In. So that's what was going on. So are they concerned with terrorists? No. All the efforts of the Brandon insurrection, the illegal government, has been to arrest Americans from pointing out that they are running an illegal government. So who are the terrorists? Okay, who are the terrorists? The actual terrorists are our own illegal government. Obama, Brandon, All the folks in the White House staff, all the folks in the old executive office building, all the Democrats, all the Republicans that are going along with this, those are your domestic terrorists. They stole the government, they've occupied the White House, and they all need to be arrested and prosecuted and thrown in jail, probably for the rest of their natural lives, for what they did. They stole the government. They are the insurrection. You know, this claim that was made recently that the 14th Amendment says that uh, those who uh, engage in insurrection and rebellion can't serve an office. Well, uh, what is the only uh, event in our history where an insurrection or rebellion challenged the authority and had the potential for overthrowing the government of the United States? Well, that was the Civil War. And who started the Civil War? The Confederacy (laughs) For for seceding from the Union. Well, who was the Confederacy? The Democrat Party. So the Confederacy, the Democrat Party, actually started the Civil War and engaged in rebellion against the United States, an armed insurrection rebellion, in fact, engaged in a war against the United States. Well, what should have happened after that was that the Democrat Party should have been banned forever from running for office. The party should have been um, dissolved for starting the Civil War and fighting it. That's what the 14th Amendment actually says. Kind of interesting, huh? Okay. <laughs> let me see if I get a few more. I need to see if I get through this one article, and then I'll play you the Benghazi standout, because nobody's talking about Benghazi at all. Okay, title, uh, let me see, title five. Removing Obstacles to Investigating Terrorism. Title five authorizes bounties for the appreh- apprehension of alleged terrorists. Well, like I said, they're in our own government. It says broadens government power to conduct DNA analysis allows for greater data sharing or data sharing between law enforcement agencies and perhaps most disturbingly requires private telecommunications carriers to comply with government requests for electronic communication records whenever requested by the FBI. That's unconstitutional. Private companies cannot be required to act like state actors. They cannot be required to hand over private information without a search warrant. Not when they're requested by the FBI, by a search warrant signed by a judge and then describing the places to be searched and and the things to be seized. That's in the Constitution. It's there for a reason. Why? Because the government wants more power than is in the Constitution. That's why the Constitution was written, to keep the government in a box that they don't want to be in. But that's too bad. That's how it goes in a republic. It says it also expands the power of the Secret Service to investigate computer fraud. That's not their job either. The Secret Service is part of the Treasury. At least they, they used to be, and they should go back there. The Secret Service protects diplomats and investigates counterfeiting. The Secret Service, as part of the Treasury, protects the money, protects the currency from counterfeiting. Computer fraud is a whole different thing. Title six, providing for victims of terrorism, public safety officers, and their families. Perhaps the most innocuous portion of the USA Patriot Act. Title six provides for the Victims Fund for victims of terrorism uh, and their families. Okay. All the January 6th folks in the, in the uh, D.C. log are victims of government terrorism by making them political prisoners. Are they going to get money? My idea was that uh, Trump, when he uh, regains uh, the presidency for the third time, what he should do is seize all the assets of the Biden crime family and distribute all those assets to those uh, January 6th prisoners. Wouldn't that be fun? That also be just. Title seven, increased information sharing for critical infrastructure protection. The subtitle of this section of the act is a rather wordy way of saying that the United States federal government is allowing for law enforcement agencies to share information across jurisdictional boundaries in an easier fashion than was previously legal. So they took the illegal and made it legal. That's mostly what the Patriot Act did. Took a bunch of illegal search and seizure procedures and made them legal, even though it wasn't done legally. It's kind of interesting. Uh, Article says, to that end, the Bureau of Justice Assistance was given a $50 million budget in 2002 and a $100 million budget uh, in fiscal 2003. Hmm, they've been busy. Title eight, strengthening the criminal laws against terrorism. Title eight is where the rubber meets the road. What exactly is terrorism? According to the federal government according to the federal, excuse me, what exactly is terrorism according to the federal government? There we go. Unfortunately, this title does little to clarify what terrorism is. Instead, focusing on declaring a number of actions, such as attacks on transit, as terrorism, regardless of intent. That goes to my question earlier. Why was the World Trade Center attacked for 9-11? And why did they go there? Uh, apparently, airplanes were either headed for the capital uh, and uh, the Pentagon. So what does the World Trade Center, the center of business in this country, uh, the Pentagon, and uh, Congress and the White House have in common. I'm not sure. But I find it interesting that the Pentagon was attacked by something because there's no airplane wreckage. Uh, everything else in the federal government was spared. And the World Trade Center, the commercial, the private building was destroyed. That should be a question too. <sighs> Title Nine different than the title of sports and, and girl sports and things like that. Improved intelligence. This section subtitled Improved Intelligence largely expands the powers and responsibilities of the Director of Central Intelligence. That's the DCI, the Director of Central Intelligence. Title 10, miscellaneous. When the federal government cites titles, a segment of law miscellaneous, you know it's going to include everything in the kitchen yeah, uh, and the kitchen sink. There we go. And so it does. The definition of electronic surveillance, additional funds for the DEA in South and Central Asia, that's interesting, research on biometric scanning systems, so that's like retina scans, uh, a lim- uh, limitation on hazmat licensure and infrastructure protections are all addressed in Title X, which is a catch-all for everything the federal government forgot to address in the first nine sections of the law. You know, and, and that's what, the, the, you'll see these provisions uh, that they'll, they'll put into a law. Um you know, say something like "and others uh, as prescribed by law," you know, or what, or uh, uh, and other provisions, you know, deemed necessary. <laughs> you know, you see that all the time. They always have these uh, these kind of things. They'll, they'll put in this little uh, "as determined by law." You know, well, that can mean anything. I mean, you know, uh, there's there's one in the um, I'll give you a perfect example: Section 230, the Communications Decency Act, where it says that big tech can stop. Uh, Anything that is already covered by the obscenity laws and the the pornography laws, you know, lewd, lascivious, graphically violent, things like that, or anything else they find, and hear the words, otherwise objectionable. Well, they find conservatives objectionable. So they've they've been able to block conservatives because the law says they can remove anything from social media and from search engines they find otherwise objectionable. Well, that can mean anything. (laughs) So that's what they've been doing. So what they're doing is actually legal under that law, but the law itself is illegal. Therefore, their actions are illegal, too. <sighs> Most of the provisions of the USA Patriot Act. Here we go. There's a little bit more here. Most of the provisions of the USA Patriot Act were set to sunset four years after the bill was passed into law. However, the law was extended first by President George W. Bush, well-known globalist, right, and then by President Barack uh, H. Obama, also a well-known globalist. Hmm. I think they have more in common than people think. Anyway, it says the latter is particularly scandalous given that, at least in part, a rejection of the surveillance culture that permeated the Bush administration was responsible for the election of Obama in 2008. Ha, fooled you. Passing the USA Patriot Act, the last section here. Next, it is important to remember the environment in which the USA Patriot Act was passed, post 9-11. It is not the slightest bit of an exaggeration to label the environment in which the Patriot Act was passed as hysterical. Nor is compliant a misnomer for the Congress of the time. Opposition to the act, that's the Patriot Act, was slim. An intensive review of one of the most sweeping acts of Congress in American history was non-existent. All told, Congress took a whopping six weeks drafting, revising, reviewing, and passing the Patriot Act. That's less time than Congress typically spends on totally uncontroversial and routine bills that don't gut the Fourth Amendment. The final vote The final vote, only 66 opponents in the House and one uh, in the Senate. That's Republican uh, Senator, uh, Democrat Senator, actually, Russ Feingold. This is the entire passage of the Patriot Act from start to finish took place behind closed doors. That should tell you something there, too. There were no committee reports or hearings for the opponents to testify, nor did anyone bother to read. Let me say that again. There were no committee reports or hearings for the opponents to testify nor did anyone bother to read the bill. They took no comment, no testimony. They didn't want to hear anything against the Patriot Act. They just wanted to pass it. And that's what happened. <sighs> There's more to this. And this is one article. I've got like six. I can hold up here. I want to take a, a quick break. i make sure I play this uh, this one thing on Benghazi. I think you'll find it fascinating. I've played it before. But I also want to... Uh, uh, do a quick um, message to John see if he wants to listen in. He might find it just as fascinating as, uh, as I, I do in hearing it. But nobody's talking about Benghazi. Benghazi, the gun-running operation of Hillary Clinton through Chris Stevens and the Benghazi embassy to get guns to ISIS to attack Syria so that Hillary could overthrow Assad. Guess what? It didn't happen that way. All right, let me get my notes here. Uh, 742, yeah, this is actually going to work out perfectly. 9-11. Hmm, what a surprise. Kind of came upon us suddenly, didn't it? 9 time is... Uh, I take notes now. It makes it so much easier uh, to be able to do this later. All right, I can play a little break, text Jonathan, see if he wants to listen in, and then I'll come back with the stand-down orders uh, in Benghazi in just... Uh, let me flip my screen up here just a little bit. Here is your Action Radio contact and website information. The call-in line is 215-383-3832. Our show site is blogtalkradio.com slash citizenaction. Same link, live and a podcast. Please share all our shows. We have live chat at the bottom of the broadcast page available worldwide. Sign in to your free account and type away. We have an internet Skype line where you can call the show worldwide also. Please see the broadcast page for our Skype name. Call in during the show to get approved. Our bill writing site is writeyourlaws.com. W-R-I-T-E-Y-O-U-R-L-A-W-S. Writeyourlaws.com. This is where anyone can write a bill and start the process of it becoming law. My paid and free subscription column is at gregpenglis.substack.com. Please consider a paid subscription of $5 per month or greater. For contributions to Action Radio, please go to givesendgo.com slash actionradio. We have over 20 Action Radio Facebook groups. Use the Facebook search window by putting in Action Radio to find our groups. My public email is greg at writeyourlaws.com. Please contact me about advertising on Action Radio and helping our mission of freedom. Thank you for listening. Okay, let's get right to it. It takes about 60 minutes, so i got about 50 minutes before Jonathan gets here. Uh, the reason I wanted to text him, and I just thought of this during the show, I wasn't planning to do this. Uh, so I want to have him listen to this. And I want all you to listen to this, because no one's going to tell you anything about Benghazi. Um, today. They're just not. They're not even going to talk about it. Uh, and yet that was uh, the worst uh, operations of our government to uh, secretly and clandestinely run guns through the uh, Benghazi embassy or consulate uh, on the way to, uh, I think it was ISIS. Uh, I'm pretty sure it was ISIS. Anyway, we're going to double check that. But uh, let me just li- let you listen to the, the people themselves uh, about what they said. So this was WBY. Uh, this was made 9 uh, 13 Okay. Of 2017. So this is six years ago. Uh, These are stand down orders, uh, which we all knew happened, but these are confirming the stand down orders so that our our people um, in Benghazi, including our, our ambassador, Chris Stevens, could not be rescued. Be right back. I definitely want to get into this story right here. There's a lot of news breaking around Benghazi, which is one of the most disgusting and disturbing incidents because I believe it was entirely preventable. It was a total screw-up by the Obama administration and Hillary Clinton at state. Uh, whether it was intentional or just incompetent, I'm not sure, but there's definitely criminal negligence involved. And so there's a lot of things happening, breaking. Uh, Fox News has a big exclusive story on that. Uh, they're big reporters, Catherine Herridge, Pamela Brown, and Sid Upson have uh, published a big report, and it's, it is fascinating. So apparently these two guys, Brad Owens and, and Jerry Torres, uh, are now talking uh, about all the things that happened. They were pressured by the State Department not to talk. They, they tried to get a position there uh, to be the security force in Benghazi. They were turned down. They had this little company in Wales that nobody's ever heard of trying to do it, probably their buds. They didn't even have guns. You know, the security force didn't have guns. So they, they go from the security force to greeters at that point pretty much. So they couldn't stop a terrorist attack. And then that whole thing about the video. Um, I remember doing some research on that right when it came out because I was curious how many views they had. And I don't know if you can do that now, but I think you could do it then. You could ch- check back uh, on the history of a video and see how many uh, views there were. And if I remember, um, either I did this or someone else or I found it somewhere, but I seem to remember there were only about 150 views of that video in the days before. Uh, the Benghazi attack—the one that, that alleged video that supposedly caused the Muslim world to revolt and attack our our, our folks at Benghazi—and so uh, yeah, not a really popular thing. Now, that story has gone; that's been scrubbed from the web. I haven't seen that one for for years, but uh, seems to me I remember that's what, very very few views. So they they found this obscure video, and I, don't, I wonder if that guy's still in jail. So I'll have to look that up. The guy that made the video I said, "Well, you're responsible for Benghazi." No, he's not. He made a video. Get over it. All right. Let's get into some of the details on this. And if you have Benghazi uh, information stories, especially we have such a strong military area, uh, if you know, I mean, know of a stand down order that was given, or if you know uh, of particular orders that kept uh, any kind of uh, military away from uh, uh, the Benghazi um, embassy there, then uh, I'd be curious about that. I think it was a consulate actually, um, but uh, yeah. Let's get into some of the stories here. So security of the State Department's, uh, this is the Fox News story, State Department's Benghazi compound was so bad that another contractor was brought in to clean up the mess just two weeks before the 2012 attack. Uh, And they were later pressured to keep quiet by a government bureaucrat uh, under then-Secretary of State Hillary Clinton. Let's see if I can find her name. Her name is down here somewhere. I should get to that in just a bit. Here we go. Jan Visentaner. I don't know who this Jan Visentaner is, but anyway, she's the one who said, uh, State Department contracting officer, uh, basically said, uh, don't talk to the media. (laughs) So she's going to be real hot water, too, so we're going to find out what's going on with that. Anyway, um, so get back to more details. Brad Owens and Jerry Torres, uh, they they have a company called Torres Advanced Enterprise Solutions, uh, and they were pressured to stay quiet uh, and get on the, quote, same page as the State Department uh, with regard to the security lapses that led to... uh, the deaths of our, of our four fellow Americans in Benghazi. And so my question is, why are they waiting so long to talk? Why didn't they do this in the hearings? Why didn't they do this, um, you know, in, uh, at any time? Pre- why didn't they do this before the election? What were they waiting for? Why come out now? I mean, this is information we needed years ago, and now they're talking. I'm glad they're talking, but why are they just talking now? Let's get to uh, some uh, calls here. Uh, Jeremy, you're on. Go ahead.
1: Hi. Hi. Um You asked earlier if uh, somebody um, from the military had any information about stand-down orders, and I actually do. Okay. Um, When Benghazi took place, I was actually stationed in Korea um,
2: Hmm.
1: as an intelligence collector. And uh, I was able to read some of the reports on some of the events that happened um, in and around Benghazi during that time. And um, uh, leading up to Benghazi, Hillary Clinton um, at the State Department had been – um, sent requests from the ambassador Stevens for additional security, which her office denied.
3: Um,
1: now once the attack actually started taking place, she was uninvolved. Um, at the time, what happened was, uh, the U S army, uh, general, his name was Carter ham, um, was the uh, commander of AFRICOM, which is the African Command. Okay. And um, he was actually, he actually requested what is called cross-border authority, CBA, from President Obama. Now, President Obama is the only person in the U.S. government who can grant cross-border authority. Cross-border authority is required for any and all U.S. military personnel to cross any nation's sovereign border um, for a military operation. So he needed cross-border authority in order to send the Special Forces soldiers across the Mediterranean Sea into Libya. Mm -hmm.
0: Um, Was this from Italy? Was this from Italy they were stationed?
1: um, I believe that uh, the ones that were taking off Uh, Now I'm having a hard time. It may have been actually in Sigonella, which is in Italy.
0: Okay. I think Aviano Um, airfield comes to mind.
1: Right. And uh, so um, cross-border authority was requested. Cross-border authority was denied. Um, General Ham persists reports that I saw with my own eyes. Uh, He was temporarily relieved of his command at that moment. Oh. Command transferred to his second-in-command. And the denial order for cross-border authority was then given to the second-in-command. So the Special Forces soldiers that were ready to take off in the Blackhawk and the Chinook helicopters uh, stayed grounded um, until the event was over, at which time General Carter Hamm was reinstated as the, general, uh, the four-star um, commanding general of AFRICOM. Um, and that is basically why there there never was a rescue mission launched at all.
0: Okay, so they were, so th- he was relieved of his command during that operation. I'm just trying to make, sort of recap for everybody so we understand this. And so right. he he couldn't have ordered uh, a rescue. Now the number two person were they you know kind of I don't know was that the 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 Obama yes man kind of thing or were they just you know were well, he, they not he independent probably, or what happened? Uh,
1: he, he probably wasn't an obama yes man, but at the i mean at the time uh, the second in command i mean the the point had already been proven okay. that uh basically they were that, that they had to disobey um, an order from the commander in chief in order to get this off the ground, which wasn't going to it just wasn't going to happen
0: yeah. um, at
1: that point the the point
0: had been proven. Here's the difficult question. At what point do you disobey? Because the the guys that went in to save them, you know, uh, Tyrone Woods and uh, I have to look at the other person's name. I'll I'll get it. But they disobeyed orders.
1: Right. Um, You know, part of me is uh, surprised that the the pilots didn't take off anyway. Okay. Um, But uh, there's a lot of moving pieces that go into military operations like that. Mm
3: -hmm.
1: And... uh, as quickly as special operations soldiers and the helicopter pilots can move, um, you know, it, it, there, there's a lot of logistics that goes into carrying out orders. But likewise, there would be there would be even more required to disobey an order and actually launch that uh, launch that operation, and uh, you'd be losing some of your support that you would that you would have necessary. Um,
0: oh, if it goes wrong too. If it goes right, you're a hero. If it goes wrong, you disobeyed a presidential order. Now you're what? Court-martialed? I mean, it's just yeah,
1: exactly. Ah, Plus, um, yeah. It, it's very, it's very difficult to to take um, an operation like that and lose your um, your constant flow of information in the middle of it. Right. Uh, that that's something that could happen. But but these reports about the cross-border authority being denied, um, I saw these reports with my own eyes. Um, went back to look them up again uh probably at least a year later and uh they weren't there. they weren't accessible to me anymore. Um and, so, and I had I had a, a top secret security clearance but it's you know it can go above that, it can be scrubbed. Um and, and these weren't classified this wasn't classified information at all anyway. Oh interesting it was, uh, easily accessible at that moment.
0: Okay. Huh. This is fascinating. I really appreciate your call. Anything else to add?
1: Uh no I um Actually, uh, now that you're talking about now that there's breaking news, I'm gonna. I, I wrote everything um, that I just told you. Um, I actually published everything on my own blog, and I'm gonna probably go dig that up and republish it so that it can be um, the most recent blog entry that I've got. Okay. Um,
0: Do you want to give the name uh, of your blog? We can all take a look.
1: Uh, yeah, it's um, www.freeamericannational.blogspot.com. Okay. And uh, I'll, I'll, be, I'll be digging that out and uh, republishing that. But uh, it tells all about cross-border authority, who's um, able to give that, how it's requested, uh, and how it was denied in the case of the Benghazi attack.
0: Well, I remember that, too, because that was one of the excuses the Obama administration said. Well, we don't, we don't have permission to go into to Libby. We can't even overfly them, and we can't do anything. And if you're saying that cross-border authority can be done by the president, then that was a lie then.
1: Yeah, absolutely. He was given the cross-border authority mm-hmm. just like he gave the cross-border authority that we used to destabilize and ultimately kill Muammar Gaddafi. Yeah. Fine with giving cross-border authority to destabilize Libya and turn it into a terrorist safe haven, but he was unwilling to give cross-border authority to our special forces soldiers on the tarmac in Sigonella to go and rescue our boys. At
0: well, this is this is a socialist, leftist mindset. The group matters; the individual doesn't. And so, right. this, this if you look at it in, in terms of, of that, you know, this is how they they people don't matter. This is why the individuals don't matter in healthcare. Individuals don't matter in all kinds of different areas. Individual hostages don't matter. How many people were held hostage during the Obama administration that never got rescued in different countries around the world, including that student who was in North Korea who only came back a week before he died?
1: Right, he was. He was definitely abused, and, and we left him behind. Um, you know, there, there's stories um, from ancient Rome mm-hmm. that actually say that, um, that it was safe for a Roman to walk alone in foreign lands because people knew that if you harmed a Roman, that the entire Roman Empire was going to come after you. And once upon a time, yeah. it was the same way for an American. Americans were looked up to. Americans were revered. Americans were respected. And it's not that way anymore. And that is not a reflection on the American people. It is a reflection on the people that we have allowed to represent us.
0: That goes back to the Carter administration with the Iran hostage crisis. Yeah. Exactly. I can let you go. Uh, we got to take a break. Right. i got another caller. Uh, Jeremy, thanks so much for calling. Thank you. Here we go. All right. 848 here at 1330 WEBY, Northwest Florida Stock Radio. Greg Penglis here. I'll be right back. It's not
3: unusual to see me we're
0: talking about Benghazi and going over uh, the fact that uh, Fox News has a news story about uh, these people who are finally telling the truth, that the information was suppressed, that they didn't talk about how incompetent these people were in the government and how they've been told to keep their mouth shut. And that's why we had no good information in the Benghazi hearings. You know, none of this stuff has come out like it should have. The people that died in Benghazi, just to recap, because I, I didn't uh, know I was going to be going into this in this detail, but I want to talk about this. Uh, Ambassador Chris Stevens okay, Uh, Foreign Service Information Officer Sean Smith, and the CIA contractors Tyrone Woods and and Glenn Doherty died uh, at Benghazi. Hey, Jeff.
2: Hey, Greg. Just so you know, Sigonello and um, Aviano did have assets on the flight lines ready to go. They were told to stand down.
0: Do you have uh, details on that?
2: At the same time, there was a Marine Expeditionary Force in the Mediterranean, and, and I don't know if you know what assets they have, but they have fixed wing and everything, and mm-hmm. they also have special forces, and they were told to stand
0: down also. Wow. Now, is there any, I don't know, are these orders, do they exist somewhere? Are they classified? Uh, are they? In, uh, does Congress have them? Do you know the, state, uh, the status of these uh, stand-down orders?
2: All I can say is from people that I served with and people I'm still in contact with, after I retired yeah. um, have told me this, and they couldn't believe it either.
0: Yeah. And here's the thing. I mean, I don't want to reveal classified information that's going to endanger our country. On the other hand, I don't want to let people get away with, with issuing orders like this so that allow our people to die because that's not who we are as Americans. So I'm kind of conflicted you know, when I ask these questions. Well, well um, there's
2: the conflict. They, they kept saying the, uh, Italy was too far, but there was an exp- expeditionary force in the med that had aircraft ready to go, and they have the assets with special forces to go in and do that.
0: Don't we have a carrier group in the Mediterranean, or what do we have? Well,
2: well, an expeditionary force is usually related with a carrier group, MAGTAF. Okay. And um, the expeditionary force is uh, usually three ships that have all the Marines and their assets, well, you know, one's a flat top and the other are transports. Okay. And we, that's what I did. That's what I did. I worked in the Landing Force Operations Center and yep. the Combat Information Center. Wow. We, we were ready to go at a minute's notice.
0: So how did you hear about that um, when, when it was going on? Were, were, were people listening to news reports? Was there intelligence coming out? Uh, what was like the – how did that whole system work you know, once that attack started?
2: Wow. Well, A lot of it was hush, hush, and nobody's going to
0: talk about it. Oh, those are the best questions, though. (laughs) That's why I ask, you know, because I'm just curious. Okay, that's fine. No, I understand if you can't answer it, 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 but believe me. Well,
2: there was a lot of people that basically knew what was going on. Yeah. The troops knew what was going on, but you can't do nothing. Yeah. What, What are Marines trained for? I mean, not that we're uh, warmongers or anything. No, of
0: course not. No, but rescuing American citizens has got to be one of the top priorities of, of any uh, military unit or, or service branch. Right. Yeah.
2: All right. I just wanted to pass that information on also.
0: Appreciate it. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you. Bye. There we go. All right. We have the best sources out here. <laughs> this is why I love living in a military area, because we get the information. We only have a little bit of time left. I think I have one more uh, caller that wants to try and get on, but they're only going to have just a few seconds. We might uh, try it another time. Anyway, Adog, um, uh, we'll see what's going on. Anyway, But this is what's going on in Benghazi, and this is why I ask these questions, because, you know, and this is a conflict. I don't want to give away secrets, but I want to know. I want to know what is going on uh, because we need to find out, you know, where our government is screwing up. And we don't need to wait 75 years to find out however long security information is classified. That's not how it works. Um, okay. Anyway, um, so just to sum up. Uh, this story is going to grow. And the two people, like I said, that are speaking now, uh, and they were on Tucker Carlson last night, uh, Brad Owens and Jerry Torres. And what they said, I'll see if I can get you the, a quick little thing here, the bureaucrats and policies remain in the State Department after the Benghazi attack despite the change in administrations. A U.S. ambassador is dead, and nobody's held accountable for it, and three guys all tried died trying to defend him. So the people that And that's the way it was back uh, September 13th of 2017 when I was back at WBY 1330 AM, uh, Northwest Florida's uh, news and talk leader, uh, one of the great independent stations uh, of the, uh, the South. And so uh, that's that is no more, unfortunately. But we had the best sources, we had the best people, uh, we had a big local audience, and we were growing a national audience. It's just a, a shame uh, that that uh, was not allowed to continue. All right, but I did I did get those calls. I had two calls confirming the stand down orders in Benghazi, and again, Benghazi is not being talked about. Uh, All the questions I asked earlier in this hour about uh, 9-11 that are not being talked about. And again, it's uh, a lot of times in the news, what's not being talked about is far more interesting and provocative and necessary than what is. All right, let's get to Jonathan with the legal report. What is the law? Are we under the rule of law? Does that mean those who make the laws rule us? Aren't we under the consent of We the people, where we write the laws we consent to be governed by and rule the government? Who is the law? Is it the Supreme Court, the President, the Congress, the states? Can you take the law into your own hands? Is there any time the law isn't in your own hands? In a country under a coup d'etat and a stolen government, there is no law. But there are a whole bunch of things being done in the name of law. And now with this state of confusion and contradiction, let's try to find a way out together by using the law. Because if our government of the people, by the people, and for the people means anything, it means we the people are the law. And now to try and make some sense of all this, and use the law as it was meant to be used to find our way back to freedom it's time now for The Legal Report with Jonathan Mosley. Good morning, Jonathan. I know you've been thinking about a lot of these issues, um, but uh, this is a very interesting day, again, for what's not being reported is far more important than what is. What do you think? Well, unfortunately, yes. Yeah.
4: Um, you know, I, I was tempted to call in about 10 minutes ago, because I know you're always going to ask me about what the last thing was you were talking about.
0: Yeah, I, I do that. I don't
4: know about it. But- <laughs> And it I, was sure a recording. I wish
0: I had. It was a recording um, for the last 15 minutes, but uh, it'll be on the podcast what? if you missed any part of it. The, the last 15 yeah. minutes was actually a recording from 2017. Um, but it's uh, I actually had live callers talking about stand, uh, confirming stand-down orders uh, for us not to go in and rescue our, our folks in Benghazi. And again, Benghazi is just as important today as 9-11, not in terms of the amount of people killed, but in terms of the significance of the lies. Of, uh, of, of the actions of government against the Constitution mm-hmm. and against us, uh, so that's why. And, and no one else is talking about it. So again, that's our—that's my job. That's our job is to uh, to raise right. the question <clears throat> and, and see if we can figure out the answers.
4: Well, right. So supposedly, um, mm-hmm. you, you know, I—I—I—the I, I, big mouth. I could talk about a lot of things, but we're <laughs> going to you know try try to aim on the legal things of the Patriot Act. From yeah. September 11th, uh, 2001, but um, I do want to set the the stage about how, you know, how how seriously this is and how you know huge national tragedy it is, and I, I hate, well, I hate the fact that our government leaders are so corrupt, and that before, after, you know, before, during, and after um, these serious issues. You know, our political leadership, our military leadership, um, is um, not what it needs to be. Is, is is part of the part of the problem. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, because we have a, when Flight 77 <clears throat> um, hit the Pentagon, and I know people want to talk about missiles and things, but there are enough people who were who were in rush hour traffic, you know, a baseball throw away from the Pentagon, and saw the you know people who I know um remember I lived in Washington D.C. for about 25 30 years off and on moving back and forth. and uh in any event so you know the uh when flight 77 hit the Pentagon a friend of ours Barbara Olson was on board um my my sister's ex 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 ex-husband um owned a uh major conservative um, publishing house. And Barbara Olson was one of their authors who, hmm. who published several books. And, and so it's I think I've heard of her. Thing. She was, she was um, the lone... Cause she was one of the few, if not the only, conservatives um, commentating on CNN back before CNN went full communist. And <laughs> uh, um, it's not allowed anymore. It's yeah. <clears throat> Um, but she was a, she was well known as a as a conservative voice uh, opposing liberal you know um, positions. She had several books out there. Um, her husband then became um, if I'm not here, her husband Ted Olson, I believe helped with the 2000 election contest that went all the way up to the Supreme Court, and he became Solicitor General, which is which is the, um, the government's, the um, lawyer in the Supreme Court. Um, it was kind of an odd position. You, you know, it's, a, it's an important position, but little known. And, uh, he, was, um, and he was at work when, when she was trying to call in and, uh, and, um, and get through to him. Basically, she was supposed to fly out to Los Angeles to do, I think, something like politically incorrect. With uh, Bill Maher to do the show, okay. and she decided not to fly out the night before because it was September 11th, was and is Ted Olson's birthday, and she oh. wanted to spend at least some of his birth some of his birthday with him. You know, wow. um, um, just waking up and and having a cup of coffee and, and then running to uh, Dallas Airport, <clears throat> and so, um, so I know a lot of these things. Uh, either personally, or because I was prompted to investigate them um, from the personal connections, and, and uh, my, you know, my sister's ex, um, ex and and others went over to Ted Olson's house to console him, um, and uh, he, he found on the on the bed uh, a note. Um, so it was a tough thing. Um, you know, she left, she left just a happy birthday message before she left for the airport. Wow. And I got to see that. So, so I take this all very, very seriously. Well, mm-hmm. oh, I do too. I don't what... have the,
0: the personal connection. I have more connections to people that have died uh, from the, the government COVID protocols, like Dr. Peter Pry uh, and our webmaster, Eric Colley. Uh, so that's, that's a different story. The, the question, the biggest question in the Pentagon, I just saw another picture of this this morning. Is there's no, usually the tail of the airplane. If, if anything remains, the tail of the airplane stays, or it can be found. And there's nothing. You know, you can say the same thing about nine eleven. That those 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 parts were completely. You know, the, the airplane was completely uh, uh, flown into the building, so you wouldn't have that wreckage. But it's just it's always been a curiosity as to why. Well, you, it, it, the, the, that's there's no, there's I, no I've wreckage. on into
4: a lot of this. A uh, lot of this discussion because. You know, I, I knew someone who died on, you know, in, in that airplane. Right. Um, and um, you have to go and look. There's this odd, the ground slopes um, rather dramatically from the highway. And, again, there are about three major, major highways that that snake around the pentagon everybody talks about the pentagon as if it were out in the wilderness <laughs> no, the no, side it's, somewhere. Yeah. it's not
0: it's like south uh west corner of dc right i mean it's just it's, it's huge
4: well it's actually it's actually in virginia again it's in the part of dc oh. that we, we i think we talked last week was um um used to be you know it was seceded when the when virginia seceded so <clears throat> it's right. part of the original designation of the District of Columbia but um, but is technically now in Virginia
3: hmm.
4: um, and um, you know so this is right across the river of course from 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 everything and um, <clears throat> so so in any event that you know you can't when you when they take those pictures mm-hmm. a lot is obscured by the by the slope and and it's kind of oh, okay uh, it's, it's kind of an illusion but but the yeah the, the tail I was not well it depends if you look at the at the shape first of all a lot of people would throw around the photograph of a circular uh, of a circular hole about maybe twenty feet and that's the inside that that's that's on the other see there are five rings the Pentagon is not a, is not a single solid building it's a massive building <clears throat> but it consists of five rings and um, it went. Um, from the outer ring, which I guess is E, all the way through, and, you know, and out the other side of ring C. So they'll sh- you got to watch when you see some of these photographs. They're actually not from the outside. They're from they're showing um, the exit hole in from, from ring C. Yeah. Um, and remember that I mean you know that uh, an airplane is. An airplane is not a battleship. It's designed to be very lightweight. And,
0: um, well, it's still got you know, steel in it, the it, wings, you know, and, and the tail supports in it. But yeah, yeah. And I, I don't want to, yeah. uh, you know, drag a bunch of old memories that are, that are not good. I really, I kind of want to get you back on the Patriot Act in a little bit here. Right. Because uh, the legal aspects, what, 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 what has changed. But uh, 9-11 itself, yeah, it's just everybody's focusing on, on, on things. Well, you know, like I said, we did this last year. There's a lot of questions like why Building 7 collapsed when no airplane hit it. You know, there's, there's still tons of questions uh, surrounding this. are going to have right. be questions until we get the full report on it. But what I'm curious about is that nobody's talking about the Patriot Act. Nobody's talking about the reauthorizations that happen in secret. No one's talking about uh, the passage of this in secret. No one's talking about the fact that this thing is huge. It's an entire wish list of, of KGB-style interrogation, investigation, surveillance um, that uh, the FBI, which probably shouldn't exist anymore, uh, has at their disposal. And a lot of what our, our bill that I just uh, wrote on, um, on people who are being investigated and being able to uh, you know, have, have some kind of equal power against the investigation has to do with the Patriot Act. I mean, the FISA court, Right. I had forgotten, Absolutely. is the yeah. Patriot Act. So, yeah, go ahead. Well, yeah, I mean, because nobody's using the word, but
4: almost everything we're talking about in national politics, especially from the conservative point of view, it is the Patriot Act. Now, not, not literally just that one law, but it's the whole mentality and approach and, and things like that. Nobody wants, to, nobody wants to identify it as the Patriot Act. They more want to uh-huh. talk about it like, well, it's always been this way. Um, you know, but no, <laughs> <the> <laughs> no abuses. One
3: ever.
4: Yeah. We're seeing, yeah. All the abuses, were, and that's why I wanted to make clear that I take nine eleven very seriously. It was mm-hmm. a gigantic failure in every sense. Um, and so, the uh, I mean, it was the biggest thing. It was the failure of the liberal foreign policy that you know everybody will love us if we just give them money and um, you know and are nice to them. Like no it's a dangerous world, and um they're not you know they're not going to be you know we have to we have to be tough and so i mean the the complete the complete uh failure of liberal foreign policy had to be covered up by changing the subject right and left, but in any event um I, i'm watching I was prompted by uh coming here to, today to look at the, the only the only thing I'm seeing. In the news, much as is that um, uh, Hulu uh, streaming service has a replay of. It's um, not like on live TV. It's just like if you choose to watch it, a mm-hmm. History Channel documentary called "9/11 Inside Air Force One." Hmm. My first reaction to that was like, "Oh, this is going to be so self-serving," and um, and uh, you know, I'm not really that interested in what happened inside. Air Force One, but the more I started to watch it, it's about the whole thing. And it's a, it, it's not, you know, it, it's, the tone is, the tone is, is kind of glorifying people, but actually it's really sort of just old school, new, neutral um, news coverage. But, but the reality is, is that it, it highlights the gigantic failures um, on every level on 9-11. Well, and, and let's talk after. about
0: some. Yeah, let's talk about something because it's always been a cure on me being a, a – Well, uh, let, me, let, me this. Again. let me finish
4: this before we do. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay,
0: go ahead. It seems, yeah, go ahead.
4: It seems to first. me to cover up mm-hmm. these failures, okay. there was this orgy of overreaction with hmm. the Patriot Act. Okay. The reason I think it's connected is because, because the national leadership, fat, dumb, and happy, um, failed. And therefore, they had to, like, paper it over.
0: Well, did they fail? You know, the the question I've I've asked a lot of times is, did the government either, I mean, some people believe that they they staged the whole thing. I don't think so, because I think that would be too much of a risk and exposure. I think what they do is they take something they know is about to happen and maximize the opportunity by, you know, as uh, Rahm Emanuel said, you know, not letting the crisis go to waste. Uh, it's like world, It's like the attack on Pearl Harbor. I am absolutely convinced. If DR knew that Pearl Harbor was going to be attacked, and he could use that to get us into World War Two, we could have had a much more limited involvement. For example, same thing here with this. It's a similar amount of people killed, about three thousand. Um, you know, the as a flight instructor, you know, before nine eleven, so I didn't actually have these people. But if someone had come to me wanting to learn how to take off and fly and not land, I'd be suspicious. So would every okay. other flight instructor I knew. So that was one of the biggest errors. Well, so the, so how I'm much mistaken, did they know? Yeah, go ahead.
4: Well, if I if I'm not mistaken, they were and reported it and nobody They did report it. Nobody paid any
0: attention. Well, why not though? Why did nobody pay attention? Cuz there were a lot of reports. I mean, they had mm. to universally not pay attention. That's unusual yeah. to me cuz people are not that universally uh <laughs> organized. Usually somebody will will say, "Wait a minute." <laughs> you know, uh, even if there's an obscure article somewhere, but there's something, there's something wrong with this. You know why all the planes were grounded. The only plane I know that wasn't grounded uh, for a week or or a month or however long they did it was the uh, the airplane that Bush used to send Obama's, uh, Osama bin Laden's family out of the United States. Isn't that interesting? Uh huh. Okay. So why is Bush so calm in his videos? You know, he says uh, the United States has been attacked by uh, two airplanes. You know, Trump would be like. Oh my God. You know, he'd be like, I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen, I can't talk to you now. I have to deal with something right away. And he'd be on it immediately. Bush is like, "Um, I think uh, two airplanes have flown into the the World Trade Center. You know, let's have a moment of silence. Are you kidding? Uh, The reaction, that is not the reaction I would expect. I would see a reaction I expect from somebody who knew about it. So did they use it? You know, and and this is this is what what they what the the things they brought in have been the, like the FBI's KGB surveillance wish list for, I have no idea how long, but this thing was all ready to go. I just find it remarkably well, coincidental yes. and convenient that it had nothing to do with international terrorism and everything to do with with uh, being able to enslave Americans under a surveillance state.
4: Yeah, the Patriot Act mm-hmm. was passed forty five days after nine yeah. eleven. So you talk about – now, and, and, of course, it is not I, – I also happen to get involved, um, coincidentally, my brother has done a fair amount with um, sh- small package, high-value shipping, like jewelry, um, since the 70s, when he worked at uh, <clears throat> Brinks International and then a series of small companies. And we had to help comply with a part of the Patriot Act. Um, and – so it was not. I mean, the Patriot Act
0: was, you know, was a battery of different things. You know, really? it, it was, yeah, it uh, went over it, ten it, it titles was, already in the previous hour. The ten titles that are. Involved yeah, it was. In it. This thing is massive.
4: It, it was a grab bag, and it was a grab bag. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't one statute. It was a grab bag of all kinds of uh, tweaks to um, all of mm-hmm. the you know, to all these other laws at, 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 at which. In which they um, um, basically took all the took all the safeties off. You know, if you were, you know, if I could, I mean, I can't think of a better analogy. But if you if you want to look at it as a gun analogy, it's like taking all the safeties off, um, or you know, of every every law that previously existed. So all of the electronic surveillance we're dealing with now, all of the election you know interference. Mm-hmm. Everything, you know, the lack of privacy,
0: facial uh, recognition, media, everything.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Facial recognition, arresting January six people. I mean, this is everything. That, well, how, what's the connection between the January six political prisoners and the Patriot Act? Is the fact that all these people, even who walked around the Capitol, they were arresting? Was Enrico Torres from uh, uh, Oath Keepers? Wasn't even there, and they arrested no, him. Well, how him. How did they know he was even there? You know, uh, the, the GPS then, of the right. phones, all the information was turned over. This is all, this all really is rooted in the Patriot Act, isn't it? I mean, January, the it arrest is. of the January six people would not have been possible without these changes in law with the Patriot Act. Am I correct?
4: Right. And that's why I, I don't want hmm. to denigrate the seriousness of us being attacked. Um, oh, no, the, not at all. And the importance, and the importance we of attacked. defending the country. Right. But,
0: um. That's not what we're talking but about. But
4: the thing is, is <laughs> in, instead of defending the country. Mm-hmm. You know, absolute power corrupts. Power corrupts and absolute power corrupts absolutely. Right. So instead of using their positions and the, their powers before 9/11 and after the Patriot Act for the, mm-hmm. to defend the country and for the benefit of the people, mm-hmm. they they gone just you know hog wild um, and and the use all that power.
0: They defend the government now. They don't defend the country. They defend and, their, and, their power. And, and,
4: and, and if you put right. them under, I mean, what's the what's the uh, drug that the truth serum?
0: If you put oh, them under a sodium serum, think, pentothal,
4: yeah, or scalpamine, or I don't know what it is. It, yeah, about, they, they, would, they would probably yeah. cheerfully admit that what you just said. Uh, right. They, they you know it, they, they would stop and say, well, I can't say that because that would be politically incorrect. But. Um,
0: this whole show is but bad. But they would,
4: uh, <laughs> you know, but 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 that, they really believe that. Yeah. I mean, and that's what that's what the that generous shift is all about is is defending the government, not the Constitution, not the people, um, not democracy. It's defending the government insiders.
0: And it's an Ill- and, it Makes it worse. It's an Ill- illegal government. This is a government that lost the election. This is a government that's, uh-huh. that that uh, held a fake insurrection so they could do a coup to steal the government to prevent the legitimate Trump electors from being voted on or even considered. And everything that's happened since has been to maintain power. They're using the Patriot Act, the internal security apparatus, the FBI, KGB, they're using it against the American people to maintain their illegal power. That's why That's why they want to arrest everybody. If they had legitimate power, they wouldn't be arresting everybody who for saying they don't have legitimate power. They'd just be laughing. But they're not laughing. Yeah, my favorite. They're arresting. Go ahead.
4: My favorite current Facebook meme is n- "Nothing says that the election was fair and accurate more like um, arresting everybody who says it wasn't fair
0: or accurate." Yeah, how about that? Like I mean, a, that a guilty says it person it all. says. I mean, yeah, yeah, go ahead. I mean, dead stop. You can't get past that. No, it's, it's true, um, but, but, but this. But I'm just wondering, well, do you know what the title and section? We I, we need to either write a bill getting rid of the entire thing, or le- we need to study the sections. I mean, where is this in law? And i got Pianchi's line I'm going to get to him in just a second. But where
4: – that's the that's that's thing. There's not one you – know, the Patriot well, that's Act, what I, mean. like I say, is Yeah. It, 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 there isn't one law. It's like this long list of things, and, and basically okay. most of the laws – are you know, all these existing powers that have safeguards we're taking the safeguards off.
3: I mean the basically the that Constitution. I, mean, I could
4: summarize the Patriot Act. <laughs> Go ahead. I mean everything from warrantless searches to electronic surveillance to mm-hmm. um you know arrests, you know, secret you know, secret um search warrants where the, the party doesn't know about it. I mean mm-hmm. I mean everything that comes from the Fourth Amendment you know, and, and constitutional protections, the Patriot Act just, you know, says, you know, a lot of existing powers that right. had strict restraints on them were taking the restraints off. You can do whatever, you know, the government can do whatever it wants. Now, and, and that's why I emphasize that it was the government that screwed up in the first place. Right. You know, nine eleven is overwhelmingly a, a, a a, a failure, just a massive series of failures by the government. So,
3: mm-hmm. what
4: does the government do in response to its own failures? You know, it, it's just like it's just like when there's a a, a shooting. Say, well, let's take the guns away from the innocent people. Right. You know, like I used the exact example someone,
0: earlier. Yeah.
4: Yeah, a criminal a criminal used a gun, so let's punish the the innocent people. Um, that's what happened on the, with, with the Patriot Act,
0: yeah. is that uh, the
4: government completely failed, so mm-hmm. they're going to take our rights away.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, it, it, again, I think our, our biggest revelation is that they are protecting their own power, the safeguarding of the Constitution. Before I get to Pianchi, I just want to ask you about the FISA court, because so much of what happened in the Trump administration, in fact, they even, did, did they, they even spied on the, on the Trump campaign. I, I imagine that can be traced back to the Patriot Act as well. But the FISA yes. court, the whole Russia hoax, that was all based on the FISA court was created by the Patriot Act. So that's all connected too, right? Mm
4: -hmm. Yeah. But, but like, yes, but but like I say, it is um, like, like, for example, the things that we dealt with in the jewelry industry, and I actually wrote a a course for complying with the Patriot Act there, you know, the idea of cash reporting, you know, has gone, has been there for a long time. And the idea of know your customer, you have to, you hear all these ads about the war on cash, and if you use cash, you could be reported. That's all true, but it—but it was—but it was, but, but the thing was, is that it was a very rare thing mm-hmm. before the Patriot Act, and it was just massively expanded by the Patriot Act.
0: Yeah, from so, ten thousand now um, to so six hundred dollars, right? Can get reported if you do a six hundred dollar transaction. That's nothing these and, days. <clears throat>
4: And it used to apply only to a very narrow set of transactions only by banks right that now the dragnet has been has been vastly expanded to be everything from you know pawn shops to jewelry stores to uh casinos to i mean so it's just it's just the Patriot Act like i say just went through every well many of the powers of the government and vastly expanded them
0: hmm interesting and created new agencies, too. I wonder if the the, uh, the National Reconnaissance uh, Office and the, uh, and the NSA, National Security Agency, uh, in, in part were either created or hugely expanded by the Patriot Act. Let me get Pianki in, though. I'm gonna, we can continue this for the next uh, half hour. So, Pianchi, uh, what, what's, uh, what's your take on this 9-11 for all the news that's not being reported?
5: So well, the government didn't fail, uh, whoever. So the buildings came down. Three buildings came down big hole in the side of the Pentagon and a big hole in the ground in Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. So that what they were trying to do, the plane didn't bring the building down. So-
0: yeah, I, I, I want to, we, we can spend a little bit of time on that, but I really want to focus on the legal changes uh, on this particular page. Oh, yeah, we up. talked so about we it the last time chose, a lot. Um, yeah, we did yeah, the we, last year. That
5: show. was shows for the last. That was shows for the last two nights.
0: On those
5: very talks, very know, a lot of people. No, pardon me.
4: No, what, what were they, did, did you say? They they actually paid attention to nine eleven after all these years, or or was it something else?
5: No, I said the discussion on those very particular topics. All in there was uh-huh. on show the last two nights.
4: Right. Health. No, the only my only hesitation is that we could spend weeks on all on all that, but um and maybe we should, but um but the um, um yeah. So uh I mean I I mean I, I don't know, but if you watch like I say, this this History Channel documentary that is currently available on on streaming like Hulu. Um it's just it's just amazing that that they uh they they say they had like fifteen jet fighter aircraft available to launch for the entire domestic United States.
3: Fifteen. Not not
4: just in the D C area. That's it. Um you know, uh, airport. You, you should watch it with your aviation interest. I um, think, they, they, um, <clears throat> Greg. They, um, you know, he was taking off from Sarasota, and and they talk about, you know, a, you know, for for example, somebody called the the White House switchboard and said Angel is next, and. Um, they, that was, you know, the, the History Channel says that that was the Secret Service code name for Air Force One. I'm like yelling at the screen, well, not anymore, you know, <laughs> after you're telling everybody what the damn, uh, you know, code word is. Um, and, um, you know, and, and, and who knows if that was someone like an Ali North or something like that saying, you know, just trying to pass a message along saying you need to be careful or if it was an actual threat. But of course, they took it as a threat, to saying, "You know, we, you know, the caller is part of it, is part of an attempt to take down Air Force One." Um, we don't, they don't know, but they interpret everything like that. Some guy was at the end of the runway <clears throat> taking photographs, apparently, in Sar- Sarasota, not too far from here, mm-hmm. um, and they assumed that they he was going to they were going to use a stinger to uh, to shoot down Air Force One. Everyone was scrambling to get in there, so. So they had this mad panic to get um, to get uh, Air Force One off the ground to get everybody, the team, including the reporters, back to back from the school, and <laughs> the um, you know based upon all these the, the, this comedy of errors of uh, mm-hmm. things where they, they they didn't know what the flip was going on. Their Air Force One is sitting at the airport in Sarasota, which is a would like to be a medium sized city, you know, on a good mm-hmm. day. Um, they um you know, so this is not a major
0: airport. Notice he was far out of no Washington. Notice how far away he was from uh-huh. Washington at the time. I just find it interesting he was so far from Washington at the time. Call a coincidence. I just find it interesting. He wasn't there. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Right. Well, and, and in any event, but the thing is is that they 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 they, they talk and cook, 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 they they interview the the pilot, you know, they interview safety Service. They interview a lot of people: Dick Cheney, Mark, um, Andrew Andy Card, all these mm-hmm. people, and they describe and, and and Compton of um, a news, news journalist if you don't want to say NBC News. Um mm-hmm. and um, um, but you know, but they emphasize the fact that they're sitting there naked on the Sarasota airport, no fighter cover. <laughs> no, 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 nowhere nearby well, because now I don't know. I you probably know better than I do. Where is the nearest? I mean, they certainly have. I mean, Tampa for sure has Coast Guard assets.
0: Oh, um, yeah. Uh, and they, they have They have. There's military all over Florida because Florida is on the border. Any any border state, especially a, a state close to the, the Caribbean and the drug areas of the world, especially across from Cuba, we could tons of military Florida. They're seconds away. Here's something else people don't realize, too. Piaki knows this, because he's, he's a pilot, that the military controllers and the civilian controllers work together. I mean, a lot of times they're the same. I've, I've been handed from civilian to military controllers and back again innumerable times in flights across the country. It's all, it's all one system. People don't know that. Let me ask you something. Uh, I want to get back to the, the law here for a second and, and this, whole, this whole attack. Why did the terrorist attack this country what was their goal
4: well that's complex and i you know i think i think to some extent they they really were part of a muslim movement that believes in the supremacy of of their extreme version of islam uh around uh the world but a lot Mm -hmm. of it is because we were sticking our you know sticking our fingers in the hornet's nest too and um you know, so, it, you know, it's like, like like I think, you know, what's happened in other places, is that we think we're all that. We, uh, you know, we but think what we're the we ones.
0: What, what were the demands? Oh, what did they want? What that, what change did they want? What, what Why was this? Why did they do this? Their, their, go ahead.
4: Their demands were like in the movie Independence Day, when the aliens come down and they say, you know, what do you want? I want you to die. Oh. Um. I mean, I, I don't remember... Then why the
0: didn't thing. they use I, uh, a nuclear weapon? Why didn't they put a nuclear weapon on them? I think they board? would
4: have if they could have. Well, okay. the thing I is... I mean, too, I'm, I'm not
0: wanting the, them to the, do that. I'm just saying that the potential, you know, if they really wanted to destroy this country and they were able to get airplanes in, wouldn't they also be able to put things on those airplanes? I'm just asking. Well, the
4: thing is, is that the, the, the airplanes were already here. Right. You know, so... So it's not they they didn't they didn't they didn't smuggle the airplanes in. Um, Could they bring what they call a suitcase nuke in? You betcha, if they had one. And and you know, uh, Joe Biden seems to be determined to make sure Iran Mm -hmm. can 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 build a nuclear weapon. Um, And um, well, see, Iran
0: Iran's responsible mm -hmm. for this. Claire Lopez, who has been on the show many times. CIA field officer says that Iran was behind 9-11, even though the pilots they used were Saudi. And yet Obama was perfectly happy giving nuclear technology to Iran so they could build a bomb to destroy Israel. So why do we not talk about Iran? And what were the demands... Of The terrorists, what did, you know, to, who took responsibility for 9-11? Most times, if someone is brave enough in the Arab world or the Muslim world to, to uh, blow up the World Trade Center, wouldn't they take responsibility for it? I don't remember anybody taking responsibility. Right. That's so, right. I mean, think the odd Trump would. Wood. Yeah. They,
5: said they blew up the trade building because of what they stood, the symbolicness that they stood for the United States. But the thing is this, the Patriot
0: Act should not suspend the United States Constitution if you want to stay on that. I do, actually. uh, It's like you all heard about the New Mexico governor who said, I have declared an emergency. I've declared the Second Amendment does not apply in Albuquerque, New Mexico. And I say, you need to be arrested, governor. For violating, you know, Title 18, Section 241, Conspiracy Against Rights. You just violated an entire city's constitutional rights. That's a felony with fines and imprisonment. Why is she still in office after, after, after this emergency? It, Go ahead. I would call Austin. it a seditious conspiracy, an, an insurrection. I've done the against same. The Constitution. That is a seditious conspiracy. So why <laughs> she had not been arrested?
4: Because the law is, an, is, is a pretext, not uh, – that's what that's, – uh, when they say lawfare, I think to be more fair. precise, they're using the law as a pretext for politics.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. So if you declare yourself a dictator, if you say the Constitution does not apply, if you say it does not apply, if you do everything against why the Constitution was specifically written for emergencies such that it is always in effect, how can you stay in office? in a country that prides itself on actually having a constitution. How come the people of New Mexico have been screamed and yelled and how, how come she hasn't been removed, at least impeached immediately? She can't declare an emergency like that and suspend the constitution. The whole reason the constitution exists is so that it cannot be suspended. That's what it's for. It is designed exactly for emergencies like this. When politicians get up and say it doesn't exist.
4: Yeah, I think, I think when, um, which law was it? Some, uh, a legal consultant was telling me last night. That there's legislative discussion back okay. when they were first passing. Um, I forget what law he was saying, but but it was he, he they considered it to be unconstitutional. And he said, if we pass this law, the American people are going to come here come here to Washington. This is like decades and decades ago, um, and shoot every one of us.
3: <laughs>
4: and he was he was serious. It's like. And if you read the Federalist Papers, it says, mm-hmm. you know, what if it, what if what if the national government does this or that? And the answer of our founders, because the Federalist Papers were a sales were a collection of newspaper articles to sell the Constitution, in uh-huh. ratification to the right. states, um, to the people. Um, and they said, well, the, the the people would never allow that.
3: Mm-hmm. Well,
4: what does that mean? The people would never allow that. Um, and uh, you know, they're, they're, like I say, the government is trying to make sure that it has no oppos- no, no opposition to its own violations of the constitution. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, agree. And uh, I mean, you're right. I mean, that, that what what was it the governor of Mexico? You know, yeah, the governor. <laughs> she needs she she needs, she needs to be handcuffed by by yeah. you know by sun, sundown. Um, yeah, I mean, the attorney general
0: that, of New Mexico should have arrested her already. Mm-hmm. Where's the attorney general?
4: And the FBI should have. And, and again, you know, I, I wonder.
0: The if FBI probably know, paid her to he, do it, but are you kidding? <laughs>
4: well, I know, but the, you know, we keep. I, I'm sorry. We keep hearing how,
0: you know, it's just these
4: political leaders at the top, the FBI, um, you know, rank and file. They're good people. And I'm, you know, and I, and I know that we want to believe. No, I agree. Back to blue and everything, mm-hmm. but I, I'm sorry. I can't, nope. I can't, I can't agree with that. I mean, there's, if 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 the rank and file FBI were mm-hmm. good, honest people, they'd be arresting the top floor right now yeah um there's just no I mean, there's no way there and and I, and I like to tweak it because I know they have to you know because i I was a January sixth defendant lawyer um mm-hmm. and I'm active and I'm sure they're monitoring my social media, so I take the time to just talk to them directly.
0: Do um, right now. I uh, do it all the time. Uh, I've invited the yeah. FBI to call the show anytime they want. Two one five three eight three three eight three two.
4: Well, give they, me a call, they, boys. They, they, but but, but <laughs> my ahead. message is: At what point are you going to get up, pour your morning coffee, look in the mirror, and say, "I can't do this anymore"? Whistleblowers. At what point
0: are they going to side with the Constitution? Yeah.
4: And, and, and not the political hacks that are that are destroying our country.
0: The whistleblowers. You know, they—they're they, the they, only ones who are doing it. They're the ones who should be rewarded. They're the ones that need protection. They're the only people. You've got the leaders that are horrible. You've yeah. got the middle that isn't doing anything about it. They're just they're just waiting for their pension. And you've got the few whistleblowers that are actual that actually are patriots. Let me um I mm-hmm. got a couple of questions on the the actual act itself. Something I've never heard of before until I started researching this. National security letters. Uh, this is from mm-hmm. the ACLU back when they were good. Do you know about these things? It says they're issued by the FBI yep. agents without a judge's approval to obtain personal information. So they just they want something. They just ask for it. They don't need a judge. We don't need no stinking warrants. Right. You know what, what's that all about?
4: That, that, that's what it is, and they, that's where they, like I said, t- t- I mean the Constitution says you have to have a warrant, and there has to be reasonable, uh, you know, probable cause. Um, and probable cause doesn't mean you know some phony excuse um, that you know if you look at it upside down, you think well maybe um, mm-hmm. they. Um, so it's just it's just a constitution that the FBI is violating, but, that, but that's where like I say, all yeah. of the things that they wanted to do or were doing with 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 all kinds of procedural safeguards
3: mm-hmm.
4: now they can do it without the safeguard, so oh, okay. they they're authorized
5: well, to just issue their own warrant, Pike. What I would say if you look at New Mexico you have to look at the population and the <clears throat> demographics of the population. You got a large population of immigrants, recent immigrants, and they have a different feeling about the constitution than, say a white Anglo Saxon male. I'm um, saying white Anglo Saxon white.
0: It's a good point, but the Constitution in a republic defends people regardless of whether they understand it, regardless of whether they favor it. You know, if, if everybody in the country except one person voted against the Second Amendment in a, in a, in a poll and said, so we don't want the Second Amendment, nobody should have guns, it wouldn't matter. The Second Amendment supersedes all of that until the Constitution is actually amended. And even then, we would still have our God-given right. Well, rights.
5: who uh, and, and, and so who the fact would, that uh, a, Recall the, who would recall the governor? You and I can't recall. We, we don't need governor. to be
0: recalled. She doesn't need to be recalled. She needs to be arrested. Yeah, this this is she's well, committed who's working, a criminal who's act. In that, well, that's a good question. Well, who I would think demand attorney general. it? Uh, the attorney general should do it. The uh, state legislature should do it. I would. I would say a county if sheriff. The legislature. Jurisdiction. Any county sheriff. I mean, think about what you. Think about what you're saying. You You
5: got one sheriff said they wasn't going to enforce it. You got another sheriff said that they would.
0: I didn't say this was easy. But how about the mayor of New Mexico, uh, mayor of Albuquerque? Mayor of Albuquerque actually said has told his police not to enforce this executive order. And so she said, "Okay, fine, I'm going to have the state police come into, into Albuquerque and enforce this emergency declaration. It's a really interesting case, and it's a, it's a great test case for, for showing that people don't understand the Constitution, but a republic, in other words, you can, well, Jonathan, you can confirm this. If you go into trial and you know nothing about your constitutional rights, you still have them. You still have them even if people don't vote against them. But so so, the, so you this isn't have... a popularity contest in, in, our, in New yeah. Mexico. Well, I'm saying this in New Mexico
5: is that if the people don't demand it, it's not going to happen. Oh, that's a a different case. You're going to make her bag down on this, but she is still who she is for the
0: next go-around. Yeah, but this is a direct result of of all the governors that got away with the unconstitutional mandates of quarantining the healthy people during COVID and taking all the rights away. This is is, is just a continuation of the same thing. That was
5: another test case. Okay. So the people in so, the state of Mexico mm-hmm. should be demanding that that want put her out of office. I bet if we had an election in New Mexico next month, she'd get reelected. Let's, let's Very possibly.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I want to get back to the Patriot Act. We've got about 15 minutes here. And we can pick this up next week. I, I'm going to have tons of articles all over my Facebook page and uh, the special investigations page and the legal page. Listen to this. Overview and analysis. This is from uh, from epic.org, the Electronic Privacy Information Center. I haven't even heard of them. All right. So, overview and analysis. The USA Patriot Act introduced sweeping changes to U.S. law, including amendments to 12 major federal laws setting limits on law enforcement investigations, wiretap statute, Electronic Communications Privacy Act, Computer Fraud and Abuse Act, Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act. We talked about that a little bit ago. Family Education Rights and Privacy Act. Pen, Register, and Trap and Trace statute. Money laundering act. I want to talk about that in a minute. Immigration and Nationality Act. Money laundering control act. Bank secrecy act. I'm looking oh, at the banks too. Right to financial privacy act. Fair credit reporting act. All these things were were either changed or rights were removed by the Patriot Act. What's with all the money Go stuff, ahead. Jonathan? What, uh, there's no privacy in money anymore, is there? Well, money
4: laund- that, that, that's... I mean that's part of the problem as you say that is you say that somebody robbed a bank over in in uh, Chicago mm-hmm. you know so we're gonna you know we're going to uh, um, I can't even think of an example but do something completely unrelated in, in, in a completely different area mm-hmm. so in this forty five day rush to do something mm-hmm. what they did had very little to do with nine
3: eleven. Okay. And,
4: and but um, but the thing is, is, and again, the Bank Secrecy Act is What's all about, about how you don't have any secrecy. And what was the other the banking? You know, the, because
0: the Bank Secrecy Act is the hmm? Fair Credit Reporting Act. That was another money laundering. What about this money laundering? Well,
4: that would that would have, that would have to be a, you know, giving. I mean, the thing is, money laundering has been illegal for a long time. Uh And that's why Joe Biden and the entire Biden family are guilty of many things, including, um, money laundering. Uh, and, um, they, uh, (laughs) they, uh, you know, so, but, but they vastly expanded it and weakened it and, and watered it down. It's like, for example, with right now, with in the last two weeks, Mm-hmm. The January sixth people who were um given you know huge you know like i say when they attacked the White House and mm-hmm. when they um took over the Senate to stop kavanaugh you mean Congress. they uh, the, the, the news i've not I've not gone to look at all the the cases but the the news reports that in three that they were
3: <laughs>
4: that all the people arrested, which was not many, were let go in five you know up to five hours. Mm-hmm. And they posted thirty five to fifty dollars bond, and then mm-hmm. their cases were dropped. wow so these these people for doing um and, and and Roger roots found this this photograph um, because remember the idea is, is oh, but this is different because you're trying to obstruct uh an official proceeding you're trying to prevent the transfer of presidential power um, they advertised in january two thousand and seventeen to stop the to stop Trump from becoming president, the riots in Washington, D.C. Mm-hmm. were publicly. I mean, whereas they're just making it up with the January
0: 6th defendants who never said mm-hmm. this. Right. Um,
4: what about the electors
0: uh, who got death threats? Remember the electors who got death threats? Don't you dare vote for Trump yeah. even though you were elected to vote for Trump? That's election yep. interference. That's that's vote fraud. That's overturning the results of the election.
4: And that the, the law in question is 18 U.S.C. 1512. Obstruction of an obstruction or impeding an official proceeding, and okay. it doesn't apply to January 6. But because it because it does apply to things like that, it's like mm-hmm. if you threaten if you threaten an official or a witness, that's exactly what the January 6 people are being charged with. But all mm-hmm. but nobody was char- you know nobody was charged with it um, in the riots leading up to January 20, 2017, to stop Trump right. from becoming president. Right. Um, so, <clears throat> so anyway, um, huh. the, uh, so anyway, they were trying trying to stop that. But, but yeah, let, let's see what else. They, so so the thing is, is these, these issues were, um, like I say, the, you know, what we did with, uh, when I, when I, I, I worked with a company with a group called FinCEN, the, at the treasury, the financial crimes enforcement network. And their job is to enforce all these laws unless the, per- unless the, the person is a Democrat. Then, of course, they don't. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, they, uh, <clears throat> they um, you know, so I wrote the, the Tutoring Act, and, it's, and it, it was an expansion of the Bank Secrecy Act, which when you read the Bank Secrecy Act, it means, like, why you have no secrecy and and the privacy and you you mentioned a a pri- private you know privacy act you know again you have to understand that when they do a privacy act it means um that you don't have any privacy act any privacy um they um, um they uh um you know so so that that was the expansion it was like they 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 lowered the, they they expanded the the, the width and the depth and breadth of these things mm-hmm. um, and, and made them, you know, have a lot more to.
0: Tur- you know, what's interesting is that well, uh, everybody that's crossed the southern border uh, has not been subject to the Patriot Act. Uh, they're not subject to, to COVID restrictions or vaccine mandates or masks or anything like that. We have an entire population that appears to be exempt from all the laws that Americans uh, are suffering from, especially when the laws are applied illegally, or the laws themselves are illegal, it's an interesting double standard. Well, well why
5: come they not? Why come they not subject to them,
0: Jonathan? What? Well, what did you say? It's a good question, Piyaki.
5: Why come people across What's the, the borders not subject subject to the laws?
4: Well, they are. It's it's just that. Um, it's like I say, in, in 2010, in the United States versus Arizona, the Supreme Court, not the current, you know, not the current membership of the Supreme Court, um, struck down Arizona's state government level attempts to to stop illegal immigration. And what they what what they did is the supremacy, you know. The Supremacy Clause of the U.S. Constitution says that, law, that the Constitution, laws passed pursuant to the Constitution, treaties, and a bunch of other things are the supreme law of the land. And that, you know, so, so that means that if a statute, a state statute, directly conflicts with a congressional statute, um, the, the federal statute uh, controls. However, with if they the supreme have jurisdiction...
0: Court, if they have jurisdiction, yeah. if the federal government has jurisdiction, if the constitution does not give them jurisdiction, then they don't have controlling interest, right?
4: Absolutely. absolutely. But nobody, but you know, that you don't, you won't oh. learn, you won't learn that in law school.
0: You learn um, here. So uh, I looked it up. <laughs> you yeah. Know.
4: It, 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 it's there. It's absolutely, because again, law students do not learn the constitution. They learn about what judges have said about the constitution. Um, and, but at any event, so huh. they uh, <clears throat> so in in 2010, the Supreme Court decided that the the federal the executive branches failure to enforce the law, mm-hmm. which is not a law, right? Mm-hmm. It's not only right. not a law; it's an abdic- it's The exact opposite. It's a violation of law that that the, the executive branch's violation of the law was supreme. And Arizona could not pass its own law to 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 do what Congress had said. I mean, the laws, the, the state laws that were being passed around that time were pretty much a carbon copy of the, stat- the statutes that Congress had passed. Um, and so they're saying, well, yeah,
3: the,
4: Congress passed the law, and we, may, we, we actually are going to enforce it. And, and the executive branch says, no, we're not going to enforce the law. And the Supreme (laughs) Court sided with the non-enforcement policy to strike down state statutes.
5: Here's the thing, Jonathan. What would if Arizona said we're not going to listen to you? What could you do to them?
4: Well, they can tell people that they should that that their things should be enforced. That's where if there's a tipping point where people realize that this is bogus. Then, then then all the Supreme Court could do is like is like you know
5: scream and nobody would listen. Um But the Supreme Court doesn't have any enforcement authority, so if Arizona well, they, would say we're not going to do that, well yeah, but the thing is there's enough
4: brainwashed people um, in various offices that they think oh we better do it we better go enforce that. I mean you can't even, I mean they're, they're they're trying to kick out. The Attorney General of Texas, because he's like, oh my God, he's conservative, and you know, so there's enough trader, there's enough. Um, what's the right word? I mean, quizzling. I, uh,
0: well, I guess trader <laughs> is, is the word, word. Because, yeah. uh, <laughs>
2: because if so somebody, we'll if somebody no.
0: Know- All right, hold on, well? Jackie, hold on for a second. I, I want to raise another issue here because we only got a few minutes left, and this I think is kind of critical. Um, the ACLU used to be good. Here's something I found mm-hmm. um, from an article, October 23rd of 2001. This is maybe within like a, a week or so after the act was passed. It says, why the Patriot Act's expansion of record searches is unconstitutional. Section 215, I got four of these. I'm going to go over these real quickly. Section 215 of the Patriot Act violates the Constitution in several ways. This is the ACLU, all right? It's one, violates the Fourth Amendment, which says the government cannot conduct a search without obtaining a warrant and showing probable cause to believe that the person Who has committed or will commit a crime. Um, Now, I looked up the the term uh, unreasonable. It does not mean that there's no reason for it. But in in 1700s language, unreasonable means there's no warrant. So the only only way you can do a search is if you have a warrant, that's your reason for doing the search. It's a different way of looking at it. This one we've been over. Here's another one. Violates the First Amendment's guarantee. Your free speech by prohibiting the recipients of search orders from telling others about those orders, even when there is no real need for secrecy. So, what about this? You can't talk about the fact that you're being uh, searched, or are you being investigated? What's that all about?
4: Well, that's the position they're taking. Yes,
0: okay.
4: <clears throat> and um, um, that is horrifying. And uh, a demo- I mean, talk about. I mean, this. Yeah, you almost said the Trump Sorry. is a threat to democracy. I mean, too late. Yeah. You know, the threats to democracy are already. You know, it's like you know, it's like it's like saying I'm going to win the football game three hours after the game is over. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the mm-hmm. threats to democracy are all over the place. So,
3: <clears throat>
4: I mean, the 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 best check on these abuses is for everyone to know about it. Um, okay. And um, they, uh, I mean, for example, you know, for example, people will say what. Well, you know, they they've waited two and a half years, you know, they, to indict Trump right before the election. Like, what <laughs> were you doing in the last two and a half years? Yeah. Um, and uh, now suddenly, you know, they have to, and we have to have a trial in a rush. Well, where, where was your rush for the last two and a half years?
0: Well, we know um, so political and- well, these are political prisoners, that in itself is a crime. Let me let me uh, right. forget about. Two minutes left here. Let me do a couple more of these real quick. I think you'll find this interesting. The other thing ACLU said was it violates this is the, the Patriot Act, violates the First Amendment by effectively authorizing the FBI to launch investigations <laughs> of, American, of, of American citizens, in part, for exercising their freedom of speech. That's the whole basis of all the January 6th and the the, the charges against Trump administration people and Trump. The crime of yeah. exercising their freedom of speech, right? Well, tell me about that for a minute. Then I get one more. Well, I mean, done
4: yeah and again, the thing we have to one of the many things we have to worry about is um laws like this, which presume that that the people implementing them are are good angels and acting in good faith, and we have to know that that even if the people in, in office, when you pass the law, you trust them, eventually you'll get a cast of characters we have now who will exploit every, you know, like, like what like liquid will fight its way into every hole. Um, they, you know, they will exploit all these things. So you have to read these laws, these proposals mm-hmm. under the worst case scenario, right. not under the best case scenario. And, and yet, yeah, I mean, what's going on with Saturday six today is exactly criminalizing speech and the petition, right. the right to petition the government for grievances. And the, mm-hmm. the government will say, oh, no, 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 we're not doing that. We're doing con- – no, but when you read the indictments, when you read the pleadings, when you go to the trials, yes, they are <clears throat> they are throwing out speech that the D.C. jury who voted like 90 percent for Biden won't like. That is exactly what they're doing is they are criminalizing speech that they don't agree with.
0: And they should be arrested that. for that under Title 18, Section 241, Conspiracy Against Rights. That's something I want to they talk, do. talk folks Pract- about. They yeah. do. Yeah. At least
4: right. half of the US the attorney's office
0: Yeah.
4: At least half see. of the US attorney's office for the District of Columbia should be under arrest.
0: Yeah.
5: No what if well, Jonathan? What if the constituents told their congressperson, you go along with this, we're going to impeach you? Hmm. Well, they, sure
4: right? I mean but but the thing is is that is that Republicans especially in Congress have, have perfected the art of telling their voters what the voters want to hear. And then doing the opposite and 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 hiding it, you know we we have to people have to realize that they have you know fifty to a hundred years of experience in how to fool us the voters. But yes, absolutely, that ultimately that's what we have to do. And and I think it's happening, but very slowly. And there needs to be a lot of training. Is that is when when these are repu- like when Kevin McCarthy says he's going to do all these things, you know we say you know I, there's a B word I can't I can't say on the radio, you know. But there's a game, there's a game of that name that you know I call you know B, and uh, you know the thing is, to, to, I believe that we are in a complete breakdown of the American people trusting people that are not trustworthy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. One more here. Dorothy's here, so I want to just get this last point in, uh, that the ACLU said that uh, the Patriot Act violates the Fourth Amendment uh, by failing to provide notice, even after the fact, to persons whose privacy has been compromised. Notice is also a key element of due process, which is guaranteed by the Fifth Amendment. So they can investigate you, not telling you you're best, they're investigating you, uh, totally violate your privacy, and you'll never know it. Last point. And then right. And going to go to Dorothy.
5: That, no.
4: I, get a that I mean, the courts have the courts have said back when we actually had civil rights that um, <clears throat> if you if if you do not know that you have a constitutional right being violated, you can't vindicate your constitutional right, and and it, and it is not you know it is part of due process really that that they have have to do that, and and as we see, just like with all the phony. It, claims of, of things being classified when they're not you know there's no reason for this stuff um, you know they just say this stuff and and it's it's bogus you know they're like oh we can't we need to keep the the search secret no you don't uh, you know, like I say you, you wait two and a half years and then suddenly you have to do it in secret because because the person might destroy evidence well they've had two and a half years and you didn't you know so so spare us you know come on yeah,
0: and an ongoing investigation does not guarantee that uh, you can keep everything secret until it's all over. Gentlemen, thank you. Nice. This has been fascinating. Uh, let's get to Dorothy, and uh, we shall we shall oh, move thanks. on. I really appreciate it.
4: On a happier note, right? Okay.
0: <laughs> well right. Yeah, this is kind of why I have Dorothy at the end of the show because we have had enough politics doom and gloom. Let's have some fun.
4: All right. Thank you thanks, so Jonathan.
0: much. All right. Thank you too. Sex. Everybody talks about it. Some of you are even doing it. But are you really talking to the person you are doing it with? It all comes down to communication. That's where Dorothy Diana comes in. Dorothy is a sexual health nurse educator. She has studied hypnotherapy, Reiki, and many other disciplines. And what is sex without sensuality? Something has to light your afterburner. Join us now for a sometimes very frank and occasionally quite descriptive conversation of sex and sensuality with Dorothy Diana. Go ahead. Brighten my day. <laughs> this has been oh, my pretty, goodness. Pretty intense stuff. There's already. so much oh, yeah. going
6: on.
0: Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. Well, my contention is what's not going on in the news. Uh, in fact, you, you, I think, had a bunch of political comments. Did you want to wax political for a minute and then... Uh, Get to our topic
6: here. Um, sure. I mean, it all goes together. It all okay. is connected. So let's do that.
0: Sex and politics is all <laughs> about power.
6: <laughs> I mean, politics is about power and sex yeah. is about surrender. I mean, sex can be about power when it's dark um, right. or when you're playing, when you're having fun playing with that dark energy. But truly when it's super healthy, it's about surrender and communication. So, it's the same thing, the same concepts transferred to politics and leadership and we all working together and unity versus, you know, I think it's the same concept.
0: Yeah, you had, um, I think we're, you sent me a message off here, which I really haven't had a chance. We've been all over the place uh, doing stuff and of course I work on Sundays. Uh, RFK, Robert Francis Kennedy Jr. Yeah. Some comments. Mm-hmm. Tell me about that.
6: I went to see him with some friends yesterday uh, I'm in the Charlotte area, and he was in South Carolina at um, a Did university. Did you tell him about Action Radio? Hours.
0: Did you tell him about Action Radio? Did you talk to him? Uh,
6: well, I didn't. I didn't have an interview <laughs> or sit down with him. There was 500 uh, people there. Um, That's too bad. But I will say, well, I will say, my friend used to work for him. Well, she still does in a way, but tertiarily And so I reached out to her, and um, and I actually mentioned the connection when I gave him that little hug and got a selfie, and he said. Oh, my goodness, she's a wonderful person, and, you know, he asked me my name. So I'll stalk him a little bit more now. But um, No, we
0: want, I want him on the show. Yeah, he, I'm serious about this. Uh, we'll talk about mm-hmm. out the air, but yeah, if you're frank ask him show. to come on, um, there's a lot of things I want to talk about, particularly things I know he cares about, like vaccine product liability and uh, uh, ending big tech censorship. We've got bills that do exactly what he wants to oh. do, and if he knows about it, maybe they'll go in the campaign. I'm serious.
3: Mm-hmm.
6: Well, I would definitely reach out on his Instagram because, you know, I am i wouldn't be surprised if she's not working directly with him anymore. I haven't gotten to talk to her, but okay. they split off from Children's Health Defense a little bit. My guess did. is it smart political moves is my guess, but I called her last night. She's on a three-hour time difference. I was just very curious, you know, because she said... Okay. Well, uh, you know,
3: there's
0: some, there's some contact there that uh, uh, maybe said, uh, inspire. You know, I mean, I actually know someone that knows him. I mean, Dr. Judy Mikovits, who's been on the show several times, knows uh, Robert Francis Kennedy Jr. very well because he will look forward to her book, Plandemic. I think Plandemic, too. So, I mean, I've got connections, but they're both really busy. <laughs> so it's hard to get a hold of Judy. And Of course. I can't
6: imagine you know. how busy. So she said Bobby stepped down, and so did they. I'm curious. I don't know. I haven't gotten to talk to her. So, okay. I mean, look, he can't run his camp with the vaccine is such a controversial because I feel like his his supporters are all across the board. It was interesting mm-hmm. in that room. Mm-hmm. We have there was guys? every skin color. Yep. There was every skin color. There were like double like.
3: masters. The, oh no. The kids
6: in front of me. The kids in front of me looked like me 20 years ago I wanted to roll my eyes although I love me 20 years ago but there's more important topics now they're wearing rainbow rainbow gender is a construct earrings combat boots but they kept talking about is he going to talk about transgender rights and then behind me was the husband of a good friend who's integrative doctor she was pulled before the medical board during COVID for giving um, ivermectin um, for giving plasma antibodies so You know, and I know my my other friend who was down the aisle from me was front and center at the Trump rally waving a giant flag four years ago. We had a gun pulled on us. There was lots of trucks in the parking lot, big loud Southern trucks with flags on them. So I looked around this room and saw all the flavors and all the political beliefs. It was very exciting for me. I said, "This is actual unity right here." And he didn't talk about. He didn't talk about vaccines, which was his, one of his biggest passions was informed consent for many years, but he talked mostly about BlackRock, 8th Street, Vanguard, and what the military-industrial complex has done lying to people, taking all of our money, people can't have houses anymore, and he's trying to wake everyone up to who is really the enemy versus each other. That's what I felt like his main message was, and it was really beautiful because I'm all about
3: unity.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, speaking of unity, I'm trying to get um, Kennedy and Trump together uh, on a chat with Tucker Carlson during the next Goober debate, maybe the GOP Goobers. Uh, And I'm trying to get Chadwick Moore, who wrote the biography of of Tucker uh, Carlson, back on the show. And so I talked about the first time he was on. So that's in the works. So if, if, if we can inspire that conversation, you want to talk about unity? There's so many Republicans that are, are really looking to Robert Kennedy as there are Democrats looking to Trump, and for obvious reasons. They care about the country, and the rest of the parties don't, and the party apparatchiks don't either. They care about their globalist deep state uh, power. As we talked about in the first, which uh, the, the government is using the law to maintain their power rather than enforce the Constitution. Anyway, I don't want to get too far from well, the politics. Who who this works is for interesting.
6: Him, my friend uh-huh. who worked for him is... I can tell you I've known her for 15 years. She is a truly good person. She's a genius, and I'm not exaggerating. I always think it's time to say everyone's amazing. Oh, someone's amazing. I don't ever, I don't say things that aren't, like, I don't exaggerate. She's, she's a single mom who has devoted her life to giving her kids an excellent um, upbringing. She was a partial homeschooler, partial Montessori, um, I just I remember all the things she would do for her kids to make sure they were super, like, educated and sensitive and aware. She was the one that was telling us 10 years ago they're going to create a pandemic and they're going to do it to usher in a mandatory adult vaccination. And she said all kinds of other things, too, I won't get into, that we were all like, you know, you're so crazy. And everything (laughs) she said has come true.
3: And he worked for
6: RFK (laughs) Jr. for years, and so I know that RFK RFK Jr., what he's saying now is what he's always said, which I can't say for any other politician. Like, I don't really know who they actually are. But this person, you know, has risked their um, family hating them. I can't believe he's still alive. He must have some kind of protection. (laughs) Um, Of course he does. He's gone against political, and he's gone against.
0: He'd he'd have protection even if he said nothing, just because of the the fact that uh, two of his brothers were assassinated. I mean, those brothers—his his father and his uncle—were assassinated. That's why he he would have protection so, anyway. But I
6: mean, the powers that but, be must. I don't know how well, he's still alive.
0: Uh, well, let's let's hope he keeps you going because he has a lot of work to do. But uh, if we can get your friend, and down, I'm not a Democrat uh,
6: anymore, I don't think I'm a Democrat anymore. But um, you don't have to be. I think I might still be registered Democrat, and I think I'm <laughs> vote
3: for him in the
6: primary. Well,
0: you know what? I, uh, uh, that's but I really love
3: census, uh,
0: I'm supporting both of them, both Kennedy and Trump. I want Trump president this time, and I want Kennedy president next mm. time. So 2028. Uh, so we'll see what happens. But anyway, I want mm. to get those two together on, on, on a stage so they can, or on, in a discussion so they can talk. But yeah, if we can talk to your friend on or off the air, uh, that would be fabulous. So let's uh, let's make this uh, conversation happen. With if when Trump and Kennedy get together, and start talking, this whole campaign changes. Everything changes because people will see that it's, it's really the parties are against the people, not the individuals that, that care about this country. So you either care about this country and our rights and freedoms, or you care about maintaining illegal government power and selling us out to globalists. That's the choice.
6: I don't feel like huh? Trump, I could be wrong. I don't feel like what I've seen for, about Trump that he's going to, I'm going to be honest, respect or admire R.F. Jr. I just don't, I don't think he understands the importance of informed consent i don't think he really gets the pharmaceutical stuff i think his wife is in his ear and she gets it melania i don't think he Mm. really gets it and i don't think it's where i was married to a businessman and Mm. there's only so much you can you can fire up their hearts for other people and philanthropy i'm just going to say that that is not how they roll you can you – can, if it affects their own children, they'll let you do what you want as the wife and mom pretty much. of drama in their life, and they can go out and make more money. I'm going to be honest, but, but they're not – they don't get it. So I don't see those two jibing. Um, but, you know, I mean, unless it's an opportunity, opportunity, Trump sees it as an opportunity for him to advance politically or money-wise, that's the only thing. I, I would okay. think that he would be interested, Well, that's my opinion.
0: Robert Kennedy was supposed to serve on a Trump commission on chronic diseases. And that's something Trump's talked about in his next administration. So a lot of people don't know that, but they've already worked together. They're friends. Uh, I think it was Dr. Fascis and some others that tried to prevent or canceled that panel. But there are, there are some strange reasons why uh, Robert Kennedy was not working with Trump in his first administration. Anyway, there's a lot going on. <laughs> Let's talk off the air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what's your topic? Did you like the one I suggested or uh, do you have something else?
6: Oh, I don't see your top issues. It's too late. I've already like more like brewing brewing my brain. Okay, By that time, away. I'm already in a vibe.
0: Mm-hmm. That's so okay, go, go with your report. Let's go with what you were thinking. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I I always defer Besides to my reporters. I,
6: I saw RF... Okay, yeah. Sorry, we're talking at each other. Sorry, I'm okay, such a chatty, ahead. Kathy. Um, so <laughs> because I saw RFK Jr. And because this is my you know something I'm super interested in, I wanted to just start. The discussion again. I think we touched on it a long time ago about the known the known endocrine disrupting chemicals in pharmaceuticals, Mm. cosmetics, um, plastics. They're Mm -hmm. they're pervasive in our environment. Unless you've been super conscientious, looking around, making your environment clean, Um, even if even if you have, you're still exposed. But you can minimize your exposure. But if you don't aren't, aren't the effect on hormone is so intense and so strong and so we've had this uptick and so okay so if you do research on pharmaceuticals and endocrine disruptors meaning um, what happens to our endocrine system our hormones when we take pharmaceuticals you'll find plenty on it they'll so talk about um, obviously birth control and then kind of a, a few other medications that um, are known to um, if given prenatally well um, the female fetus will grow up to prefer male companionship or relationships and will not be interested in caring for children. So these studies have been done on several pharmaceuticals, yet there was a profound wealth of information on the correlation between the vaccination schedule and gender fluidity, which seems to have been completely erased from the internet. So I actually put... Well, let's two, talk um, about So we know it was, so there's plenty, we talk about there's that this on pharmaceuticals... Year. Yeah. There's plenty on pharmaceuticals, cosmetics, alloys. I mean, it's hard to find, but it's still out there. Fragrances, um, you know, obviously herbicides, pesticides, and what happens to the human body. And, and this long, it looks like a causation. They're not causing it that because um, the companies obviously lobby, and they want to keep these very common products on the market. So even though 20 years ago, this was known 25 years ago, they still haven't made this, you know, causation de- declaration but it's, mm-hmm. it's so clear. The science is so clear. And even mm. the articles like NCBI and PubMed say the science is very clear that these chemicals cause hormone disruption. So in a pregnant woman, there's all these little, um, so many um, tiny changes and, and things that happen. So the SRY gene on the Y chromosome, you know, determines whether the phenotype of the baby goes from, female to male, and all the other cascade of hormones that happen to get the child what we consider typical gender male, right? And so there's so many things that can affect that process, and we talked about this before a little bit, like, you know, this argument that kids aren't born, it's a choice. Now, we know pretty much clearly that there are so many um, things that can happen embryologically, but, and, and the science is very clear that many things in the environment can affect that and do affect that, and there's been studies that prove it. Um, And vaccines have been a huge, um, you know, the elephant in the room that no one wants to talk about, but the the graph, if you look at the graph between gender fluidity, um, transgender, um, and, and vaccine, the PrEP Act in the 1980s, and the unleashing of the increase in vaccines for kids it, it goes right alongside each other. So that is, it is a pharmaceutical. We know pharmaceuticals affect the endocrine system, and we know that affects gender choice and sexual identity and phenotypes, how we present physically our genitals, all these things, but that is not um, anything that has found evidence has been scrubbed, completely scrubbed from the internet. Very hard to find. Very Why would they do that?
0: Well, who's, whose interest is it to make people gender fluid? And I despise the term cisgender. It sounds too much like sissy. It sounds mm-hmm. like a, a way to put down men. That's mm-hmm. just my initial reaction. Uh, it's either gender, okay. which, I don't, which is actually a literary term. Uh, it's sex. You're either male sex or female sex. I like to go with original words so everybody knows what we're talking about. But who who gets an interest in this? What is the purpose of... of Blurring lines, you know, uh, between male and female, uh, not only mentally, but physically. Why, why would they do this?
3: Mm.
6: Yeah, so I, I, I go. You don't have to yeah, have an answer. A big question For me, it's the spiritual battle,
3: yeah. but also okay. if you get rid
6: of alpha males, if you get rid of alpha males and you get rid of mm-hmm. the females inherent urge to care for children, protect them very protective for intuition when it comes to her children. So my mm-hmm. intuition was what pulled my child out of the exclusive private school that everyone wanted to get into that he had the IQ test into. And um one mm. month after he was in there, I pulled him out. That was my mom. That was my mother's intuition. That was very strong for me and I, okay. I will never regret okay. it. It was the right decision A right? Lot of happened after that. Yeah. Oh, okay. my gosh. By the end of the year, they didn't ask the teacher to come back. There's many things. I don't want to get into it, but that's...
0: No, that's okay. But just, I just want to know if you were right. Your instincts were right. Exactly. That's, what that's what I'm curious about. Yeah, okay.
6: Well, the kindergarten teacher was an alcoholic. It turned, they did not renew her contract. Um, so I don't need the details a on, lot on that, of but just the fact that, that,
0: that your instincts, your instincts were right, and yeah. you went with your instincts. That's what I'm curious about.
6: Well, no one knew that. No one knew she was an alcoholic. So it came out at the end of the year, the school didn't renew her contract. And there was okay. a lot of other things that happened that year. But parents weren't they, – they would rather go along with what everyone's doing. And I guess they just – I don't know. Somehow we're losing our intuition or our, you know, our female intuition and our mama bear attachment. Well, I got intuition kids, too. I, mean, but, I,
0: I I go on instinct, instinct intuition, and gut feelings all the time. I think male and female intuition is different. We could do a show on that. But the fact that you had the courage so to for go children, with your convictions. So we're
6: talking about protecting, protecting uh-huh. children. Mm-hmm. There is a special maternal-child bond, oxytocin, right. breastfeeding, skin-to-skin contact, and that's okay for it's okay for that to be naturally more of a mother thing. That's okay. I don't think that mm-hmm. that doesn't mean that fathers don't have it. It just means if What's one different. of the parents is gone all day, which my husband was, and mm-hmm. I was with the kids all day, and I had breastfed them, extended breastfeeding, and I'd done all the things that create that attachment, slept with them at night. When my oldest son had a situation that was spiritually very damaging to him. I, I picked up on it quickly, so I call that mother's intuition because of, I was his mother.
0: <laughs> oh no! Listen, I was very protective yeah. of my daughter, and we used to go everywhere around, around San Francisco, and she called me, you know, big bad daddy. <laughs> you know, she knew that nothing was going to happen when she was with me. I mean, so uh, extremely protective, but it's different. And this is why I want to talk about this at some point because I think it's fascinating that uh, as a man, I recognize that, that mothers initially are far closer and more important in, in a baby's life and an early child's life than fathers. However, somewhere around two to four years old, uh, that, uh, that balance shifts and it becomes much more equal. And, the, and that's one of the biggest problems we have is that shift's not taking place. That the fathers, instead of increasing their role uh, of being the protector of the kids are off, or aren't even there, and this is societal separation of fathers, you know, from their children too. That's, that that is a massive problem, but uh, I think uh, you know, as a father, like I say, I recognize it myself. But from two, I got more involved with my kid, and by four, I was completely, you know, we would go off and all have all kinds of great adventures. Um, but um, that's a difference. But I think I should recognize that, and just that's just the way the yeah. world is. That's that's how we function, right? But I think women need to recognize too. That you cannot maintain that, you know, near 100 percent, I guess, bond with your kids and not and and, but I think initially it's 100 when a child's born bond with mother 100 percent. Not a problem. Understand that completely. Gradually, it's going to go 50 50. At least it should by probably like four, four years old. And the only I'm just basing that on my own experience as a father. But that is huge. Yeah, but I, but I you know applaud you for your the, having the courage of your conviction. Like I said, I don't even know the circumstances of it, but the fact that you went against you know uh, the the grain, you went against the peer pressure, you went against people trying to be normal and supporting their school and all the other BS that's out there. You know, you're an alpha female, and I think that's something we should talk about too. There are alpha females as well as beta females and alpha males and beta females. I
6: didn't have any support. I didn't have any support on that. But this, I, I take it back to Mama Bear. I take it back to the instinct to protect your child,
3: period. Okay. And I believe
6: that to that, that prevent that, the things that separate that are medicalized birth, no mm-hmm. breastfeeding, um, mm-hmm. having your child cry it out at nighttime. There's these there's steps that occur. Going back to work early, um, there's steps that occur. Lack of support for the, for the mother in the first mm-hmm. few months after birth. Um, mm-hmm. And when you when you disrupt that connection, um, then a child, five, six, seven years old, and, and you don't have quite that same instinct. You've learned to listen to the world outside over your own
0: child. Yeah, daycare, so breakfast art. at school, all the things that used to be yeah. done at home. Yeah. 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 Separation. Mm-hmm. Separate the kids and separate them from their – there's something huge about this, too, that I think is absolutely critical that you mentioned earlier, uh, that uh, this is Separation. Of, of, you know, the the reduction of male and the reduction of female to a more of a, of a fluid situation, even though we are male and female. You and I are, I think, probably too, you know, I'm really definitely male and you're definitely female, and it's really interesting that there's no mm-hmm. doubt in anybody's mind. You know, and that's what makes it I so interesting. I feel very
6: female, and I love it. It feels, It's so yeah. much fun. And I actually feel I feel so grateful for the past few years of my research and my kind of thinking into this. I feel so grateful that this is going to sound crazy, but I, I feel like I have permission
3: and almost
6: mm-hmm. um, encouragement to be super feminine, whereas most mm-hmm. of my life in school and in the workplace, it was the opposite. I was really pushed into masculine roles, even in my marriage, I'll be honest, and especially in my divorce.
3: Um,
6: my husband, From
0: the husband isn't really. <laughs> the husband?
6: Yeah. You know, he has alpha male characteristics, but... Uh-huh. Yeah, I think, well, I don't want to start diagnosing him. But, no, no, we're not, no, you know, no I, don't, he, I don't get into personality. Uh, well, no, yeah, just, we
0: do, just we do issues. Not he people.
6: wasn't really yeah. supportive. He wasn't really supportive of the feminine either. So leaving, leaving that marriage was really important for me to like not be mm-hmm. shamed about being feminine and being in a female role, traditional role in the home. I had a lot of shame in my marriage, even though
0: we agreed oh, yeah. on it
6: and it was working on the surface. There was no, like, respect or appreciation or – so it was just me getting divorced and really to, like – I don't know. It's been a lot of of, um, things that have have contributed, but it just feels really – Nice, right now that I feel like I have permission for that, and and it's okay. Well, you can be yourself. A lot of women do
0: feel. You know, and, uh, mm-hmm. in fact, nobody should get married unless they are able to be themselves. I mean, that's a that's a that's a whole different thing. But uh, it's, it's fascinating. But you said <laughs> something earlier. You know, I love talking to you, uh, as you know. But you said something earlier that women. Through, through vaccines or something, are being, uh, like, you know, baby females all the way up through mature women, are, are being changed chemically from protecting children to relationships with men. And it goes to the whole separation theory that the, the state is trying to separate parents from their kids as much as possible. Daycare, school breakfast. Um, indoctrination, vaccination, everything that's going on, um, transgender, the whole bit in, in schools for kids, which should never occur. But but what's going on with women uh, or, or, you know, young women that there's this change, is it chemical you're saying, interconsistent change, that the transfer from the mama bear instinct to, you know, guy attention uh, exclusively, what's going on there?
6: I think it's multifactorial, as you probably think. Um, Isn't everything? Well, in, in, in nature... <laughs> In nature, yeah. you know, the female doesn't chase the male or have the peacock feathers or the bright colors, but we've, we've done a switcheroo and I believe that's culturally influenced and probably intentional, but if I, if I know what I know about, Ooh. you know, the CIA going to the industry, my guess is that's intentional because that further emasculates males when females right. chase, when females try, try desperately to get, be seen and heard and, and females need to be seen and heard, but when they're putting on all their peacock feathers and, you know, hooking with sexuality and um, that, that's a reversal of nature also. Right. Mm-hmm. And, no, I agree. Um, and, and there's hard science that shows certain pharmaceuticals. If a mother takes them before she gets pregnant or during pregnancy, so that earlier that the female has less traditionally female characteristics and The female baby. We're saying. So isn't isn't or the mother? children? Yeah, the female baby. Okay. The female baby, the female fetus grows into a woman that does not attach as well to children. So, if a female's not attached to her children, that benefits the powers that be quite a bit because she'll right. give them over and um, to, you know, <laughs> to the and school and convince the father so not to be as protected. Messaging.
0: Yeah, the, it commits the father not right. to be perspective so we, either. Right,
6: we feminize the fathers, then they don't have that um, protective um, instinct. They don't have that testosterone. And we know that, you know, testosterone, we discussed in the show before, that it's mm-hmm. um, the decline in testosterone with adolescent boys and men is, has skyrocketed since the early 2000s. Yep. So...
0: Yeah, I'd be curious on a because I'm a dude who <laughs> yeah. without any doubt. Yeah, it's, it's kind of interesting. I don't buy any of this well, toxically masculine. Well, endocrine
6: chemicals. Are which? We, so endocrine disrupting chemicals, and I think this would be helpful. Um, people should avoid, honestly, pharmaceuticals. Any cosmetics which ones? that aren't, you no. Know, which what one? Pharmaceuticals? Which
0: pharmaceuticals? Yeah, let's, let's, let's do mean, brand names. Honestly, I don't care.
6: Well, here's the thing. I can give some examples, however, there's in, they do their own safety studies. My, my advice would be every pharmaceutical that's not like an herbal of this earth. Like my guess is every pharmaceutical will have some sort of bil- like deleterious damaging effects on your endocrine system because everything is linked. And okay. I would assume all of them, but the ones we know about because someone actually took the time to go against a pharmaceutical company and do this study are, <laughs> right. you know, the contraceptives, anything related to contraceptive and
0: that's not a straight barrier kind um, of as- thing, but we're talking we're talking chemicals, pills, all that kind of stuff.
6: Yeah, and there's there there are pharmaceuticals that are not just wow, it's loud out there. I have someone helping me today, which is nice, but she's claiming a lot of things. Um
0: <laughs> It's not it's we're not picking up anything. You're just a little quieter oh, than usual, okay. but uh, mean, yeah, but other than that, I we am... gotta get you a microphone. Yeah, just a little bit, but oh, we need you know, a microphone. I'll
6: have wrong... I have the have the wrong headset on. Let me switch my headset.
0: This oh, is oh, the wait. one I wore
6: for my bike ride the coffee shop. Do, do,
0: I do, love do, it. Do, 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 do.
6: <laughs> and now Dorothy is switching <laughs> her headset.
0: Do do do. do, well, do well, I went do. to the
6: coffee shop on my bike. It was so nice, but I wear this mm-hmm. little. I'm gonna wear my big old headset because that looks silly. Oh so,
0: no. we need I a video of your coffee shop, by the way. Yeah, okay. I'll wait.
3: Okay, I
6: have
0: one. Hmm, buddy. Yeah. So, do you have a microphone too? I've forgotten. Oh, we'll wait and see. Let's get it back again. Oh,
6: this is better. Does it sound oh, better? Oh,
0: sounds much better. I want everybody to okay, ignore the it. first half of the show. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> first, but yeah, I'm that sounds sorry. Great. Tell,
6: me, tell me next time because I, I forget sometimes. Okay. Um,
0: hundred times better. Yeah. Okay. So, so let's get categories. So we've got contraceptives. What, what else totally screws your endocrine system?
6: So cosmetics are huge. Um, okay. My advice is there's a company called Beauty Counter, and there's a few others also. Beauty Counter doesn't have phthalates in it. So mm-hmm. cosmetics that have fragrances and phthalates, and there's quite a few other compounds, um, are known endocrine, known endocrine disruptors. So damaging for females and males.
0: Um, you also have males for say, uh, testosterone disruptors. What, 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 what screws around with that? Other than hot weather constrictions, bad underwear, or other things, lack of yeah, air a air. lot of <laughs> what, what, yeah,
6: ob- obesity is the number one, and okay. then there are um, additives in foods that also have been shown to lower testosterone, also.
0: High fructose um, corn syrup, that kind of stuff, sugars.
6: Oh gosh, I don't remember.
0: Uh, <laughs> let's see we can pick it up next week, yeah, yeah. but I'm just curious yeah, I'm because what guys, what guys? Let's let's take you know typical dude, uh, beer, <laughs> you know, so it would be a component of the diet. So alcohol is that a factor?
6: Alcohol has been shown, in yes, to lower testosterone levels after certain amounts.
0: I don't okay. remember exactly the amount. Uh, pot, marijuana, does that have an effect on hormones?
6: You know, I don't know. I think there's controversial studies about that. Um okay. but when they studied it in Jamaica, they did a longitudinal study. It <laughs> was not shown.
0: Rascaman <laughs> uh, well, like... <laughs> Yeah. That was a great What did you find from Jamaica? To have... Sorry, to my Jamaican listeners. Well this
6: was a long Yeah. This was a long time ago um, the mm-hmm. study was done and it was really done more to show cognitive development in children and what it showed uh. was was not um supporting making marijuana illegal. So it didn't make sense for the alcohol industry to be like have, you know, free reign and and the marijuana to be illegal. So that wasn't widely published um, to the public, but um, it Hmm. didn't show any deleterious effects on health or um, cognitive development up until adulthood. Um, But that again, that's a culture I don't want to get into it, but U S marijuana um you don't really know what you're getting as much, well, and make smoke,
0: smoke traditional your lungs, but yeah, you know, but the c b d is different you know if you're just doing the chemical well, I
6: bel- yeah, so i my views on smoke have shifted a little based on the research i've done
3: again, okay. everything yeah, in moderation up, yeah okay smoke, Yeah, everything in
6: moderation, and we know yeah. that smoking molens actually re- it decreases lung congestion. And decreases inflammation. Molin, M-U-L-L-E-I-N.
3: What's that? And there's a few
6: other herbs also. Well, it's a plant really? that grows like probably I'm looking at my backyard right now in the woods of North Carolina. You got I'm some sure mullen in the there. It's everywhere. In Southeast United States, Florida.
0: Never heard of it. That's interesting.
6: I know, right? Because
0: it's it's free. Well, and you figure everything out there that grows is either positive or negative. It's like I know the 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 peppers, for example. This this poor teenager. Uh, a young man that died of uh, uh, that that pepper chip that was too strong. You know, peppers have, are hot to defend themselves. People forget that. So, anim, plants have either toxins or benefits or both.
6: I'm mm-hmm. sure some yeah. have both. Everything in moderation oh. and careful, and we're all a little different. So, what works for yeah. one, I, I very much believe in the blood type. Your like, where did your ancestors come from, and what was naturally growing there, and that's probably oh, I can
0: confirm that. what you
6: should be eating for the most part.
0: Yeah, no, I'm I'm type B, which means lots of dairy. i mean, the orig- I'm the original Caucasian type B, right from the the Caucasus Mountains area of the world. That's where my ancestors come from. So dairy, you know, goat cheese, <laughs> I like it. you know, that, that stuff is all good. So, but the the we should that'd be a fascinating thing too. So blood type makes a difference. You know, type O is mostly European, Northern European. Type B is like Southern European, you know, Central. Um, Asia, whatever you might call that area, but it's, it, that is a fascinating study too. So, uh, just just common things that people do. We got cigarettes, we got alcohol. Well, uh, um, so with pain alcohol killers, interesting aspirin.
6: With you know, alcohol, take... it's interesting uh-huh. because what was found, and again, you know, science is an ongoing discovery. But oh yeah, I thought it was. Right. So I don't want to like make whatever study I cite be I cite be the end all be all I'll say if all the studies point to the same thing like all the non conflict of interest studies but um, so like consumption of like a small to moderate um, amount of alcohol
3: mm-hmm.
6: was increasing testosterone like when they did blood mm. uh, samples
3: That's after good news.
6: And this is somebody who doesn't drink regularly, like every day, like let's right. say on Saturday and they have like one or two glasses of wine. Testosterone would increase in the hours after that and kind of slowly come down to a regular
0: level. Ooh, and does, that increase yet, the desire, however, does that increase the desire for amorous uh, <laughs> pursuits? So if your testosterone, yeah, I'm just curious, if your testosterone increases, or think about it, follow me through here, just, we're, mm-hmm, we're speculating, mm-hmm. if your test yeah, if, if so testosterone increases, got- <laughs> okay, but of course, you know, what Shakespeare said, increases the desire, but taketh away the performance, I mean, too much alcohol, and it, you can't do it, <laughs> you know, and we're talking like, you know, drunk and stupor, you may and want to, but your body's, was, you know. yeah,
6: yeah. Go binge ahead. drinking decreases, uh-huh. a binge of a huge amount of alcohol decreases testosterone, and someone who regularly drinks has lower testosterone and when they, when but they cont- tried to control for other factors also.
0: Mm-hmm. Huh. But a glass of wine once or twice a week might increase your testosterone. Yeah. Hmm.
6: Yes. According to the studies and several studies have agreed with that. No, that
0: this is interesting. I'll it. drink, uh, I have to get another and, bottle of wine. Um, I go through about three yeah. years. So I don't, I don't drink a lot of wine. How about as a deep voice guys? Is there anything about the deeper voice and the testosterone quotient? Just out of curiosity.
3: <laughs>
0: so,
6: so um you said painkillers um yep. painkillers decrease testosterone levels when hmm. used like in acute situations it seems like they balance fast but when used chronically they don't
0: Women so the too testosterone levels estrogen mm-hmm. for women okay
6: Mhm Interesting um, yeah. So, but yeah. So, endocrine disrupting. What I found very interesting was there's a million. Like, so I I would assume, just assume going forward that your mm-hmm. pharmaceuticals does change your endocrine levels. does Mess up your hormones. I mean, hormone dysregulation is almost ubiquitous now. Like, it like every almost everyone I know in her 40s, um, you know, if she's smart, she goes to an naturopath or a functional medicine, but. Other ones go to their OBGYN who usually throw their hands up and put them on bird control or some estrogen
0: supplement. <laughs> but, um, well, Rather they do. They,
4: like
6: don't. they don't. But
0: well, what are the foods that help? That's a good question. Let's talk about the protein. What kind of foods and help? And it's not just menopause.
6: Uh, menopause doesn't have to have these crazy hormone shifts. So people are thinking, oh, it's menopause. Interesting. No. Oh. Yeah, I mean, I know a lot of women who detox regularly are very clean and they don't have menopause symptoms, very or very little they start to have this, um, um, their period becomes, you know, closer together and then they skip. I mean, they, they go through the normal kind of changes where you're not going to have your period anymore, but they don't have these crazy symptoms and, um, miserable and hot flashes and all those.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. that must be a relief after however many decades of, uh, having one all of a sudden not have to worry about that. That must be interesting. Anyway. Yeah. We guys can't relate, but <laughs>
3: this
6: is, so what you will find it you are online,
0: uh-huh. what will
6: be very difficult to find online, it, which what, what they haven't done, what's not been done, is a study showing that that compares vaccine uptake and um and gender fluidity, gender dysregulation, sexual That's not issues. been done. Um, huh. If it's been done, because because of a lack of support and a lack of people and you know it's been done in a very but it's not repeated it's not repeated um what has been done which is very interesting is a very good large study on gender identity and autism um ADHD um showing definite correlation and a need for further research and um and, you know, anybody can look at those graphs. And then also a positive association um, was found as early as early 2000s between um, autism prevalence and childhood vaccination uptake. And they were saying at the time, we don't know why. We're not saying. We're just saying it's an interesting correlation, you know, huge correlation here that should be looked at further. And many, many researchers have made um, a link between um, vaccine uptake and, and gender. And it just makes sense when we know about um, if you can look up, uh, you know, vaccine, anybody could look up um, vaccine excipient ingredient list off the CDC, mm-hmm. see what's mm-hmm. in the vaccine, and then mm-hmm. compare it to our knowledge of endocrine disruptors. And, and you can make that kind of jump yourself. I mean, I'm not here to tell anyone what to do, but aluminum, you know, mercury,
0: <laughs> what, else doing is the what else is in those things? Yeah, they're horrible. Well, here's a question. Uh, I actually many, many things
6: right? are in the different vaccines, and you have to look mm-hmm. at each one individually. Parents oh. have to do that before they choose it for their child. Look at each one, what degree it's in it, the risk, look on the national vaccine information, uh, NVIC that's an excellent source. They're very unemotional. Um, yeah, and just look at the ingredients and what they do.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, you got to do that before you get to the doctor's office because they're going to be pressuring you to take it and get on to the next appointment. Uh, so, uh, and they'll look at you, well, you know, your child might be at risk, you know, if you don't take this. Um, All
6: you have to do is say to the doctor, mm-hmm. could you please tell me the ingredients in this vaccine? And what each one does to my child, what the risks and benefits of each ingredient is. And, and please, do you have any science, scientific studies to show that? And your doctor should have that. And if they don't and they don't honor you, um, then they're not a good clinician,
0: period. Hmm. They should
6: be able to do that for every medication, every medication. What are the side effects? What are the ingredients? Are there long-term studies? What do your patients say? Do you, have you had any patients that came back with side effects? Like, just ask, you know, ask, 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 because um, it's 20 years down the road that they like, oops, sorry, we didn't realize that the SSRIs caused suicidal tendencies, anorgasmia, you know, and didn't actually
0: orgasmia? help uh, anorgasmia. Uh, Things like that. that, and orgasmia,
6: like inability oh, yeah. to have orgasm. I'm just – some oh,
0: of the side orgasm. effects
6: from SSRIs, SNRIs, yeah. yeah.
0: So there was so the things awful that, side effects. That are su- <laughs> so the drugs that are supposed to cure depression, which we know don't work now, uh, actually give you things that will definitely depress you, <laughs> you know, inability to uh, – yeah. You know, yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. All right. For so, females, so
6: inability to have orgasm was huge side effects. Horrible. I mean, there, there were worse ones on the mental health, and right. there was a meta study done two years ago. Oh, my gosh. I know you heard that.
0: Oh, I did hear that. That's okay. It was kind of interesting. You noise. know what
6: that is? No. Yeah, well, I'll tell you. You can guess. Let's play a game. You guess what it is.
0: Sound like a garbage disposal. <laughs> I would be my first guess. Yeah, it
6: did. So, I'm learning was so right? much about how houses, houses work, because I just bought a house. You're wrong. Oh. Um, it is, there's a sink in the powder room, the bath, little bathroom in the front of the house. Mm. And when you turn it on, it makes that noise. And I asked my oh, plumber, who's
3: yeah.
6: really good, and he said... Somewhere in the pipes, a washer got loose and it's like blocking the water flow. I was like, oh, oh well, can we fix that? And he's like, yeah, we'll have to take out the sink and look through all the pipes. I'm like, ooh, that sounds like a big project. <laughs> so I'm waiting on that one.
0: Okay, well, it was great noise. Now at least I know what it is. Um, I yeah. asked Judy Mike, I, I, I asked Judy Mike when she was on um, one of the last times, uh, a big question. And I put the same one to you. And the question is, with the, the vaccines, and her answer was, you know, obviously, uh, don't take the vaccines. But I said, of these diseases that they're supposedly vaccinating against, diphtheria, pertussis, rubella, measles, mumps, uh, all these kind of things, I said, are the diseases themselves that bad compared to the side effects of the vaccines, and are there any of these diseases that are not treatable or curable at this point? And she said, the mm-hmm. last time they had diphtheria cases, like 100 years ago, and mm-hmm. said, all these diseases are treatable. And so people are always thinking that the only way, this is the first thing I realized with COVID. I said, why are you people going so nuts on a vaccine for a a virus that's already here? Why aren't you just curing it, getting rid of it, killing the damn virus? And that was what set me on this whole entire course that I realized everything the government told us was a lie which I believe they're telling us the vaccines too. They do vaccines because they make money. They're not liable for them, so they make money. They can do anything they want and still make and money. And they can
6: put whatever they want in them. If they, exactly. if they want to create diseases, that, that mm-hmm. will, I mean, this is so sad. But, mm-hmm. you know, I'm going to say again, married to this business man, things don't surprise me now when I learn mm. how people can. I feel like greed can take over, wanting money, hoarding feeling like, you know, I feel like it creates some sort of crazy non-human energy in people mm. and you get cut off from your soul at some point. So mm-hmm. they can put things in vaccines that not only, and maybe it was an accident at first, but maybe then later when it was discovered and, and you know, William Thompson of the CDC shredded those articles when they they knew mm-hmm. that, that um, MMR was causing um, higher rates of autism in African-American boys, you know, maybe at some point they didn't know but then when they did, they were like, yeah, but gosh, we can make money off that. Let's sweep let's that under the rug because now we can have a whole industry based on autism therapy. And autism, I mean, like that is mm-hmm. a multi-billion, billion dollar business, treating yeah, kids so because, with autism and incorporating them because into schools
0: the disease, and, Yeah, the, the pharmaceuticals create the disease and the pharmaceuticals allegedly cure the disease, but they really don't. Yeah, so yeah, maybe it's like, it was it's an like,
3: accident.
6: <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. But when there's enough science and people saying it, then definitely they know and they're trying to pretend they don't know um, mm-hmm. all the problems with vaccines. Yeah. And we do, like, there is no disease. Now they're, you know, we have a lot of bioweapons um, labs. They've released new genetically modified mosquitoes in North Carolina. We can see them when they release mm-hmm. them. Everyone, like, you can tell they're on you when you go outside. They look weird. And I believe a lot of these carry disease, too. They'll say, oh, it's against malaria. Well, the states that have done it have higher rates of malaria now. So that's a lie. And that's known. And if a housewife knows that from looking at the literature on it, then, then the people who are creating it know it. So why would they keep releasing it? Well, because it makes money. You know, exactly. you have people going yeah. in the hospital and you have people sick. And,
0: that's um, the bottom line. Yep. It's so really is there just any... very sad.
6: And they. And malaria, yeah. just drink tonic water, the really yummy, good tonic water.
0: Oh, quinine, mm-hmm. right? Quinine? Yeah,
6: it's so That's yummy. Tonic water. tonic water.
0: Yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah but don't go uh, to so and-
6: the or the regular grocery store, because that tonic water is fake and full of sugar, and you got to get the real stuff.
0: Real tonic water. That's why the gin and tonic, mm-hmm. which the British drank in India, you know, the juniper berry uh, and the tonic actually kept them healthy. Ooh, there's a study for you. Yeah. Yeah, So, yeah. so mm-hmm. is there any? Uh, we'll get back to our, our main topic. But is there any disease that you know of that is fatal, that cannot be cured, that we currently vaccinate for? Um, uh,
6: is there any disease that is any we disease out there that's that if you get
0: that if you get it is, it is <laughs> fatal? Is fatal, fatal and yeah, not? No, like <laughs> making up words here. This, this combination of fatal and incurable. So, is there any disease mm-hmm. out there? currently roaming around the world that is fatal, incurable, that we are currently vaccinating for, as mm-hmm. the, va- the risk of the vaccine is less than the risk of the disease itself.
6: Mm, I'd have to think on that one.
0: Because the I've just
6: this with my kids. Well, yeah. like measles, for instance, NMR was pushed so heavily, but the number mm-hmm. one preventative mm-hmm. is vitamin A level, is vitamin A. So mm-hmm. I always thought, well, mm-hmm. why aren't they giving vitamin A drops to these kids? My kids take them to the so and And they, they, make they money. taste yummy like lemon. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so probably not, but off the top of my head, I'm you know if somebody would say, hey, what about this disease? And I would talk about that specific disease, but um, I don't know. But what Judy said there from. wasn't one.
0: Judy said there was nothing the yeah, that cannot reliable. be treated, treated, treated and cured. She's like the world's well, greatest so, so molecular biologist. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Isn't so that interesting? though? and
6: I love her. Oh well, I know I love her, and she's right. So if she said it, it's true. I mean that's yep. you know that's her career. And her passion, and she's risked like RFK Jr. She's risked family, everything, you know, everything. social friends, oh, yeah. her life to say these things. Um, I will say this, my friend, whom I love, and I'm like, what are you talking about, girl? She lives <laughs> in Florida, and she is. Um, I know. I was like, this is like a. But she doesn't have a background in science or medicine. She has a background in interior design, but she's all. I don't have a legal background.
0: Doesn't stop me. She's always
6: <laughs> from the pharmaceutical industries and how corrupt they are and how everything can be treated naturally. Like she's totally on that wavelength. But she uh-huh. calls me late at night in a panic saying she stepped on a, um, it wasn't a rusty nail, but it was something like an old weather vane. She just bought a new property in Florida uh-huh. and she's cleaning it up and trying to make a garden. And, and it cut her foot and now she's feeling strange. And she's like, should I go get a tetanus shot at the hospital? I'm like, what? She said, yeah, my friend is a pharmacist and said, I, you know, and I said, listen. If you have tetanus, a tetanus shot is going to take two weeks to build antibodies. So if you got tetanus, <laughs> how is a tetanus shot, first of all, going to help? It's not. Yeah,
0: you cure it. They're going to give it to you. Yeah. And
6: um, so, and I gave her some things to do, some kind of known remedies. I don't remember. I think I can't remember now. I have so much stuff in my brain. Because, you know, I'm all about the sexuality and dancing and somatic therapy. and right. like All the detox that probably cures more like diseases. what I did in the past.
0: I bet your dancing <laughs> cures more diseases and prevents more diseases than anything. Cause people are happy. Do You know, my hair's turning Brown again,
6: a hundred percent somatic it's movement darker. dancing yeah. where you're happy yeah. and you listen to music that's uplifting. Uh-huh. They, they can actually do blood tests and measure the levels of certain hormones and um, serotonin and dopamine in your blood. And there is definitely a cause, but Agreed. she's going to go to the hospital because she was so scared. Um, You know, but she did some at-home remedies, and 24 hours later, there was no pain and swelling at all, and she was fine. It was a pretty deep cut,
0: too. So So she might have had an um, infection, but those are treatable, too.
6: Yeah. I mean, the first Mm -hmm. thing I tell people is stop eating sugar, and they're like, what? If you Mm -hmm. think you have an infection, don't Mm -hmm. feed it. If you don't eat anything, your body can interpret as sugar. I don't mean just sugar. I don't mean – I mean maple syrup and honey and fruit. Just take off anything. Go completely Mm -hmm. keto. For a couple right. days, and mm-hmm. an infection cannot grow. You know? Yeah,
0: cancer, same, um, right? If you if you stop feeding the cancers, they they have a, uh, they can be reduced much more too. So, the yeah. cure of these things, and uh, mm-hmm. people don't think about that. You know, what's what's the cure for depression? Dancing. What's what's the what's the cure for measles? Vitamin A. You know, the, the we're not thinking so the uh, across the board. We're yeah. thinking direct cause and effect. If I have a headache, I have to take a painkiller. No, you don't. Maybe you should go for a run around the block. Maybe you should get some fresh air. Maybe you just go breathe deeply outside. You know, and, and the whole basis of... Drink of our water entire... is
6: number one cause, drink? yeah, hydration.
0: That's, that's interesting. I didn't know that. Okay. Well, I don't get headaches. For so headache. I do to drink enough water. Well, I go through a lot of water mm. for a show, as you can probably imagine. <laughs> I go through a lot of water. Oh, over, good for you. My, yeah. My three-hour show. Well, I'm constantly, I get this big container of water, like, like a liter need and and water. of water. I water. Yeah.
6: Drink some water right now.
0: Go ahead. Yeah. Take a, take a uh, uh, Marco Rubio water break. I'm listening. <laughs> Margar- oh, it's okay. water yeah. water. <laughs> I can but anyway, still listen. But I'm just drinking. Yeah, no, that's fine. Feel free. Uh, but the thing that I find so fascinating about this is that there is no disease that I know uh, that is fatal and that we vaccinate for that is not treatable or curable or that's been around for the last, you know, 100 years or so. Uh, measles comes in and now, but we're, we're getting a lot more diseases because we're importing them with all the illegals crossing our border. So we're not, we're not checking mm-hmm. people at the border. So that's a problem, too. So what's, what's the cure for COVID? Well. Um, you know, exercise, you know, being social, you know, boosting your immune, going to the gym, boosting your immune system, you know, getting all kinds of good vitamins and minerals in your food and things like that. The more you boost your immune system and the less stress you have, the less chance you have of getting something like COVID. It's fascinating, but they'll never tell you that. They'll say you have to take this vaccine, which destroys your immune system and gives you COVID. The only people getting COVID Mm. these days are the ones that got boosted, well, because the, 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 it's a marketing device, you know. And speaking, oh, here's one last thing too. My own research. We oh did, my god, we I keep
6: hearing people say, "I've got COVID, I'm sick," and I'm like, "What are your symptoms? Cough, aches, I'm tired, oh, no, I have a fever."
0: Yeah, something like a cold. <laughs> why do you? Think? It's just bad. Yeah, exactly. Well, coronavirus, same thing. Yeah, but we did, we did three shows on why the uh, the vaccine was created ten years before uh, they created uh, COVID, so the vaccine came first. Moderna. The whole reason Moderna, which is modern RNA, the whole reason this, that's where it mm-hmm. came from, you know, mod RNA. That Moderna. The yep. whole reason this company yeah, was that created was formed,
6: in, I think Moderna was like what 2017. Twenty
0: ten. Just was 2010.
6: It 2010?
0: Uh huh. Okay. Now 2017, the head of Moderna, the head doctor, came out and said, "We have hacked the software of life." So they knew then how to create uh, anything from a computer. They could create a uh, a biological. Uh, substance from a computer program, dots and dashes,
3: mm.
0: you know, ones and zeros, mm-hmm. so they actually reduced the the amino acids uh, that uh, the biological, the chromosome DNA creators uh, to a computer program, uh, and they said in 2017, well, that's where all these things come from. Well, who knows what they're engineering into it. So not only do you need to know the chemicals that are there, the, the, the uh, oxyribonucleic acid, all that kind of stuff, but you need to know the chemical program that created them. So there's the next level mm-hmm. of disclosure. Yeah, it's fascinating. Anyway, um, but yeah, it all comes down to diet and exercise. Everything pretty much does and stress. And if you get those under control. Yeah, I'd say
6: diet, exercise, and vibrational frequency, positive thoughts, positive attitude, mm-hmm. love, service to others. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah, working in community.
0: Mm-hmm. And if you're worried about testosterone and estrogen, it's probably going to boost both of them. Betcha, betcha.
6: Yeah, that'd be interesting to look into that. Um, happy
0: studies
3: <laughs>
0: so, and, and <laughs> endocrine. So how much endocrine, are your sex hormones, yeah, your sex hormones boosted by, by having sex and by dancing or doing anything physical? Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I, I've never Art been an athlete, therapy. but I've always been... Yeah, I've, I've never been an athlete, but I've always been physical. Like bike ride, gym, martial arts.
6: I, I love it. I feel so yeah. good if I'm bummed out and mm-hmm. I make myself – and I've been bummed out this year. Everyone's so used to me being happy and positive. And lately mm-hmm. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to share more when I'm bummed out. because.
3: Hmm. Um,
6: but the truth is when that happens, um, mm-hmm. I go on a bike ride to my coffee shop or even just a short bike ride and I get my – I have a lot of hills in my neighborhood and mm. a lot of neighbors that are outside, um, which is fun that I can wave at. I got a lot of old people. How many, and... how many
0: gears on your bike? <laughs> 21, 28. How many speeds you got? On I
6: only use one. I think it's, I have seven gears, but because this is gonna, this is funny. Well, first of all, this I is use a the one thing. that makes it so you can get up hills. Because, like, you know, why <laughs> would I change the gears? I don't understand why I'm changing gears. You know, I don't really get I'll it. Like, I'm
0: reason. not a...
6: Cyclist, like a sports cyclist on oh, those skinny God. bikes. I've got a townie.
0: Did you say <laughs> cyclist?
6: Cyclist. <laughs> I'm religious. not like I'm not like those competitive with the sandex and the well, okay. you know. I'm, oh, the uniform, I'm just, the uniform gotta...
0: bikers. Yeah, no, that's they're crazy. They're insane. Now they're causing. I'll tell you, especially the guys on those little seats with those 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 tight shirts they wear. You want to talk about a testosterone check? Mm-hmm. I would never do that to my uh, <clears throat> self.
6: I'm not attracted to that at all. Mm. Like that's that the, the cyclists on the like with the, that's just and for some reason that's just not attractive to me. Um, they're
0: metrosexuals. That's why they're not real is men. That, is
6: that what it is? I don't really yeah, know. Yeah, fair.
0: Well, guys don't wear tight pants, and I remember doing in, in college, I observed this, especially on the dance floor, that uh, guys wear looser pants and tighter shirts and women wear tighter pants and looser shirts. Don't ask me why. That just seemed the pattern.
3: Okay.
6: On bicycles?
0: No, on the dance floor, because uh, I, I oh. I'm was i an observer of people. Yeah. But just in general fashion, okay. haven't you noticed that, that women wear looser shirts and, and tighter pants, and guys wear tighter shirts and looser pants? You know, and it might be sex-related. I don't know. probably is. But I'm just saying that uh, the, the guys who wear the, the tight bicycle uniform uh, don't look like regular guys. They look like metrosexual men. That's why. Mm. It's, it's not... Uh, they're going against the, the natural clothing green. Mm. Mm. Think about it. Let's mm. go to the coffee shop next time and and see who's wearing. You know, like I say, women have the tight jeans and the loose shirts, and the and the guys have the uh, you know the the, the tighter shirts and the, and the loose jeans. It's just it's just one of the rules of life. Greg's Ow. rule, like, I feel, like I feel like I do
6: see guys in tight pants now.
0: Yeah, but that's but the, you know that's weird. Guys should not wear tight pants. Oh. Yeah. <laughs>
3: You're
0: not supposed okay. to restrain your man parts. Yeah, your man parts need fresh air, and it's just you know. They do. Guys, hope you're listening. I know things. I'm a guy. (laughs)
5: This has been such a great
1: discussion. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah, I'm so
6: interested in this vaccine adjuvant and and hormones, but I wish I had time to study everything. Um,
0: You know what adjuvants are? I can tell you. I actually mm -hmm. looked them up.
6: There are a lot of adjuvants.
0: Yeah, but they're adjuvant. An adjuvant is like an octane booster in fuel. What it does, it's a cheap way of, of, of boosting and making something much more powerful. Alleged. So aluminum, well, yeah, exactly. Well, everything, everything about vaccines is alleged. There was the a really cool vaccines. study
6: that the BBC actually quoted that this uh-huh. guy, this scientist who was fascinated with adjuvants, uh-huh. didn't feel, based on his research, they were actually making the vaccines more effective. So what he did is he experimented, and I don't agree with experimenting on animals, but I'm not going to judge this guy because it was an interesting um, study. He actually created his own um, adjuvants from the kitchen. He used, like, um, tapioca and just random ingredients from his kitchen and injected his horses with vaccines made from... um, food substances in his kitchen, and, and they had higher immunity than they did prior, when they had the regular vaccines. Um just vitamins and minerals. Why, yeah. why are they adding uh, aluminum? Why are they adding?
0: Yeah. Because he, he,
6: he was questioning the necessity and the efficacy of aluminum as an adjuvant.
0: Well, it causes so, Alzheimer's. I mean, is this the last thing you want to put in anything that people, aluminum and right. mercury and all well, those it things? It does these, cause but,
6: Alzheimer's. Uh, and the number one researcher of Alzheimer's in the world
0: who looked at brains found that the only
6: possible reason they have those aluminum plaques is from injected aluminum. It cannot be from endogenous aluminum in the earth that we're all exposed to. It has to be injected. That was so y- so when you- your, your fry mm-hmm.
0: pan won't give it to you. You've got to actually inject it. That's interesting.
6: I mean, it's not good for you to eat off aluminum, but your body can process it when it's oral. Um, right. But injected, it goes to the brain. It makes plaques in the brain, which is, all the Alzheimer's brains that have been dissected have aluminum yep. plaques in the brain. Interesting. Yeah. So well,
3: I yeah, mean,
0: the,
3: why and, is and it being added? Is, and
6: I have to say now, is that intentional? Like I have to say, but based on oh. what I've seen the past five years,
3: mm-hmm.
6: yeah, is that why? Is that why aluminum is the adjuvant? Knowing mm-hmm. that we have other adjuvants that might be more effective, why mm-hmm. use aluminum unless you want to, to neurally, neurally, yeah, neurally castrate us? Yep, they want to, uh, The
0: The people that are ideal for government live a short life, so they don't cause social security costs. So they can just take the income. Uh, that don't cause trouble. That are passive. That have no identity, so the government can give them one. Uh, they're not male. They're not female. They're somewhere in between. That uh, they're not married. They're they're you know wards of the state. Uh, they're not protective of children. They don't think for themselves. I mean, it's, it's all, uh, you know, the model citizen is, a, is an automaton clone. It's really scary. But, but the question I want to leave you with um, is, would we be better off never vaccinating another person and simply treating the diseases if they actually get them? What do you think?
6: Of course, of course, you can prevent the diseases, first of all. And second of all, we have such knowledge now of natural medicine. It has mm-hmm. exploded in the past. Well, we had great knowledge of it, and then it was taken mm-hmm. away, obviously, by the Rockefeller. They called anybody who practiced cracks right. and they took it away. But but right. that is research. The Internet has had a opposite effect than the powers that they want, and it's actually given us more information. Um, and so, yes, every, almost everything is treatable, preventable, with the nutrition levels being high and mm-hmm. um, knowing what we know. One more study, and then I have to go because I'm saying goodbye to my middle son in an hour, and I want to spend time with him. Okay, no, definitely But this is very interesting. When they Mm -hmm. took out aluminum from vaccines, and I I can't believe the study was allowed to be done, but it was 2008 from Yale University. Um, They took out that aluminum, and they experimented on mice, and they put a mineral oil emulsion instead as an adjuvant. The immune response, the antibodies went through the roof much more than when they had an aluminum um, adjuvant in vaccines.
0: I know, and that wasn't our uh, Har- topic of
6: the day, but you know
5: what, yeah. kind
0: of. No, is. that's okay. This is fascinating. <laughs> it one of my contacts, uh, one of my contacts I picked up over the course of my COVID stuff was Harvey Rich, who's the uh, the, the head uh, epidemiologist at Yale. So uh, we've been in contact. Mm-hmm. He, he's not, we're not like you know, chat buddies, but uh, I could I could uh, talk to him and uh, get a good answer for a question I had. So that's that's how oh, far good. this is going here. Oh yeah, yeah. So if, if vaccines are not needed. And they are, and everything else can prevent or cure the diseases that they're intended to have. Why don't we just ban them? We'd be better off if we just ban them.
6: Yeah, well, when the country's mm. not owned by those companies, when the companies the country's no longer owned by the corporations, hopefully we're moving towards that. And I love that RFK has done work and is trying to educate people. About about that, so yep, um, he
0: needs to see my vaccine. I'll bill. continue
6: to support him, and yep. unless a better candidate comes along,
0: <laughs> um, we'll, let's talk off the air yeah. about your friend. We need to we need to get to RFK so I can talk to him directly about our vaccine bill. Because if I can present it to him, you know, I wrote it. <laughs> i have probably the best authority on it. I'm
6: sure he um, would love it.
0: Yeah, it'd be great. We'll be talking. Have, fun well, with your have kid. a
6: great week, Greg. Thank you so much. Yep.
0: Thank you too. I always love our conversations. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Bye-bye. Bye Dorothy. <laughs> All right. Oh, she forgot her, um, Dorothy, Dana. Get get on Facebook. <laughs> I think your website is com. So, uh, give her contact information. I haven't played a single break, uh, other than our information, which I'll probably play again. I haven't played anything <laughs> because we've been so busy this morning. Uh, it has been fabulous, but, uh, let me play a couple of things here. Good to play the contact information again. And then we will be back, uh, tomorrow with, uh, Brianna Cannon with the Government Inquiry Report, and Jesse Cossi with the Latina Report, and the third hour is open. So probably continue on with Patriot Act and other things like that. But uh, this is another uh, amazing show with all the stuff that we got to cover. And so I'll talk to you. Talk. To, well, start again, Greg. Talk to you all once again tomorrow at 7 a.m. Central Time when we do it all again. Here is your Action Radio contact and website information. The call-in line is 215-383-3832. Our show site is blogtalkradio.com slash citizenaction. Same link, live and a podcast. Please share all our shows. We have live chat at the bottom of the broadcast page, available worldwide. Sign in to your free account and type away. We have an internet Skype line where you can call the show worldwide also. Please see the broadcast page for our Skype name. Call in during the show to get approved. Our bill writing site is writeyourlaws.com. W-R-I-T-E-Y-O-U-R-L-A-W-S. Writeyourlaws.com. This is where anyone can write a bill and start the process of it becoming law. My paid and free subscription column is at GregPenglis.substack.com please consider a paid subscription of $5 per month or greater. For contributions to Action Radio, please go to givesendgo.com slash actionradio. We have over 20 Action Radio Facebook groups. Use the Facebook search window by putting in Action Radio to find our groups. My public email is greg at writeyourlaws.com please contact me about advertising on Action Radio and helping our mission of freedom. Thank you for listening. Greg Penglis here for my book, The Complete Guide to Flight Instruction. Everyone at some point in their life wants to learn how to fly. Few try. Even fewer go on to get a license. I believe a major reason for that is how we teach people how to fly. The Complete Guide to Flight Instruction is featured on the Action Radio with Greg Panklow's Facebook page and is available from Amazon.com. Well, that sounds good. Even better. Okay, how about your car? If you want the best service for your vehicle, please talk to James at Florida Stores Automotive. Great care, better health through better knowledge and advocacy. This is Greg Penglis for Strikeforce, your source for pure energy. Strikeforce is a concentrated energy drink that turns a half liter of your favorite beverage into an energy drink. You make your energy drink yourself. Action Radio is an affiliate of Strikeforce so our listeners get a 20% discount. All you do is add our code, W-Y-L, to the discount code window at checkout. W-Y-L comes from our website, Write Your Laws. So, you can get your energy drink, a 20% discount, and help Action Radio change the relationship of we the people to our government. Not bad. Strikeforce is at strikeforceenergy.com. That's Strikeforce Energy. Start your engines. Action Radio. Part of the ADHD Radio Network. The ultimate free speech zone. We the people give our consent to be governed. Through writing the laws by which we are governed In action radio.